Hey everybody, welcome to episode 160 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here with me? Christopher and Titties. And Henry Gilbert, hello. And special guest rejoining us once again. Hi, my name is Heidi Kemps of Gaming.moe. Ooh. Spooky. Yes. <laughs> How do you get a dot moe? You buy it on the internet. Okay. Oh, okay. I always Is that wondered. cheaper than a dot TV? I'm not sure. It cost me like 20 bucks. Yeah, I think it's probably about the same. I just want to get like a christiannews.moe. I'll never get it. Never mind. That's that's wasted. I, uh, what happened to the Christian web rings of the early 2000s? What happened to web rings? Period? That's what yeah. Angel Fire was there for. It's in yeah. the name. Yeah. I watched the uh, Evangelion web rings quite a lot on GeoCities. I was like, yeah, what? did they have news on it coming over to America? Will End of Ava ever come here? I think I joined a Battle Arena Toshinden web ring once. <laughs> I was on in... a Mega Man web ring once. Uh-huh. When I had a Mega Man web page just filled with mini music. Oh, wow. I, I just had a, a Duke B. Rambert fan page, and uh, fuck is that? I got uh, he's he's the knight character from Toshinden, okay. and uh, this was in the nineties, uh, of course. We have a video of and, uh, all Toshinden fails up on our YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> never going to get to tell this terrible story about the web ring. Please do <laughs> tell us about the web ring. This, this guy invited me to, it and he's like, "Oh, here's here's a bunch of art to use," and it was like these huge ass pictures. And I'm like. Can I use my own smaller art? And he's like, but it's it's branding and has to look the same across everything. Fine, I guess. Like, okay. I'm sure it was great on dial-up. Yeah. Wasn't that a cool story? Aren't you glad I told it? I yes, stopped I listening. I, I did too. <laughs> Halfway through. So, uh, it's very warm in here right now. Yeah, it's very warm and it's a slow news week. And uh, yeah, There's some news. There's some news. Slow release week, though. But this week's top five is a topic suggested by it- me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so like, uh, let's let's set the scene here. So okay. earlier in the week, there's a bit of controversy, a bit of uh, controversy over Ghost in the Shell, and now Power yep. Rangers a bit for you know casting white people as Japanese people. Well, but, that Rita Repulsa costume is just not good. I don't like it. But, <laughs> yeah, that that thing. Holy it balls. Is, is it a weird criticism to call a Rita Repulsa costume ridiculous? I get well. It's not ridiculous in the right way, man. I want her to look like uh, Tim Curry and Legend going it's to a ridiculous fancy tea dinner exactly. in the this is gritty and serious way. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, it's like the ninety. It's like nineties anime gritty instead she of seventies. Looks like a Willow character. Tokusatsu. Silly. So it got me to thinking. Like, Who? man, there there've been a lot of why are white people so much better? <laughs> God damn it, Chris! I hate you. Sorry. But I was also thinking, well. It's also weird because in Japanese media, uh, well, ninjas have been a thing in Japan. They used to be, you know, just covert warriors, but Japan has turned them into, like, these mystical, magical things that can do amazing shit. And America got wind of this back around, late 70s, early 80s, and was like, whoa, these ninjas are fucking sweet! And then we made a bunch of ninja movies and novels, and everybody wanted to be a ninja, and ninjas are cool. And then Japan looked back and was just like, man, these Americans are, are real weird, but, like... What if there really were American ninjas? Or ninjas that weren't Japanese? Eric Roberts? Uh, Got the idea from seeing that movie American Ninja. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's like Japanese culture feeding into American culture feeding back into Japan. Yep. And now we have a list of five non-Japanese ninjas. Yep. From video games. From video games. With the ghost in the shell thing, that where I'm like, they could have... I missed this entirely. I would have no had to be Scarlett Johansson is Motoko Kusanagi. 
I don't know Ghost of the Shell at all. Is this a bad thing? I'm not that, like, Is honestly, it? there. I think there was also a thing this week where people were reappraising, like, was Ghost of the Shell really that good, or was it just well animated and it's time I remember trying to watch good. it and not liking it at all. Yeah. But I also, Mamoru Oshii, to me, the director of the of the film, was just like, he's great, uh, he's the greatest director of the Yurisai Atsura TV series, and after mm. that, like, he's... And also, he did Beautiful Dreamer, but this is not. My vagina is drawing closed. (laughs) Why do we not have an anime podcast? Why? Because we're all old farts. We just talk about 1980 shit. I mean, I want to do. I want to do a 90s anime episode, sure, but uh, not of this. Google anime. Are you have you have you done that already? Good. (laughs) Anybody want to see any of that? Me neither. Me neither. And then look at the comment section. We don't make things for those people. They're Mm -hmm. me. They're me. They're not nice. No Windows 10. I don't want to install you. <laughs> Please don't do that. Please no. Please stop. Whatever you need to. I promise you there's going to be plenty here for <laughs> anime fans, even though we're not going to discuss anime directly apart from the two or three times which we do. Uh-huh. So let's jump ahead with... Number five. Hey, puppy. Any guesses? What? what? Hey, I know what this is. I know what it is. Yeah. I'm not hey, telling puppy. you the uh no, it's what ninja is called out person? to Hispanic dudes saying, "Hey, puppy!" Uh, <laughs> so a non-Japanese ninja who would call out to Hispanic dudes in a video game. Yeah, well, you uh, know, it's this guy. Garuhodo. What? Galford from Samurai Showdown. He yes. Had a, a dog named Poppy that oh. he'd he'd call out to at the end of every match or climax. Hey, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I, boy, I, I, play, I have not played Samurai Showdown in a long time. So. He's, he's, he was a part of the series from the beginning. Yeah, he was he's like, uh, from the very first one. The, and he was like the token blonde-haired American yep, dude, yeah. which is weird because doesn't that take place during a time when Japan was closed off? Yeah, it takes place during the 18th century, I think. Yeah. Although the the time, like, it, it, over the years, it's become so nebulous. Like, it says, uh, like, 18th century, which I think to Japan sometimes means 1800s mm-hmm. because it seems to take place sometime between you know what we think of as like the revolutionary war era yeah, and I the 19th was, century I figure it was the same as like the warring states era of the Rurouni Kenshin mm-hmm. type yeah. stuff but so extra weird is the anime Galf- reference Galford who's blonde and very very American to the point of being almost English with a name like Galford how big is his <laughs> nose uh, not that big really but he's got, he's got bigger smell. hair but his hair is very large yes. uh, as is his dog and his stage in the first game is San Francisco which I think was still under Spanish control at the time. But yeah, so very weird. But like I said, he's been in the series all the way from number one to Samurai Showdown Sen on Xbox 360. Oh, God. Well, uh, it's like I understand Japanese. <laughs> wait, did he say American Ninja instead yeah. of America Jin? Uh-huh. American Ninja. Yeah, I see. American Ninja. That's quite slang there. Mm-hmm. Also, Galford was in the terrible, terrible Samurai Showdown anime. Oh, Christ. Which you dug that shit up? I, oh, I, this thing left a deep scar on oh, me. I was a huge yes! fan of the series when it was current. I fucking love this thing. I bought this anime... This dub job is one of the worst things ever. Oh, early ADV dubs are yeah, great. Yeah. Oh, this, this this is Galford according to the US dub of Samurai Showdown the anime. Come on, Hao Maru. How could you possibly forget Galford and Puppy? Ooh. Shut up! I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, 
Take it easy. That is like right up there with last to learn. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, ADV mainly had voice actors that either did other jobs at ADV mm-hmm. or were local Texas theater actors. Like they did uh. not ADV did not have a good team. They were lucky to even have like well, I don't even know if Spike Spencer is a good voice actor, but he is Shinji to me and always will be, because that's who I heard first. But well, how could you forget your old pal Galford, uh, the shop teacher? I mean, that's terrible. That makes me like Viz, the Viz dubs at the <laughs> coming around around the same time for like Fatal Fury, way better by comparison. Those Canadians say like Terry <laughs> Bugad, Terry Bugad, Bugad. How did you have to go about seeing these? I you bought them at the video stores. Yeah, you paid thirty dollars anime VHS like two, back in the two day. Two episodes on a VHS. This wasn't even. Yeah, this was, was like this two was a, OVA episodes. Yeah, that was a fifty-minute OVA. No, it was a no, really no, bad wait. Movie. I think it was actually. They had a ton of TV specials back then. They had like the first two Fatal Fury uh, anime features were TV specials. There was the Samurai Showdown, and then there was an Art of Fighting one that was even worse than this. Ooh, it sounds like it. even mm-hmm. even the hardcore Japanese audience probably didn't want these anime. Probably not. It was. It was really Anime. cheap production. No, Fatal Fury was very well received. It was done the it was done by a guy named Masami Obari, who's very well known the as legendary an, Masami Obari. That's yeah, how they said it on every ad. On yeah, oh, he does a lot of action scenes, and nowadays he also does a lot of porn. So there you go. So he Jim did, Jenkins of is Japan. that is that what he went to? Because yeah, he was like famous first as didn't he like do the mecha designs for a bunch of stuff like Pat yeah, Labor he, he's still doing a lot of mecha designs, still doing a lot of action scenes, and also does. Uh, uh, OVA series called Angel Blade, which I don't recommend you Google searching at work. Yeah, I think his he was mostly known as like the King of Jiggle. All very right, good at all right, reel it in, reel it in. Galford, Galford, yes, uh, <laughs> he wore blue. An American ninja. He also trained with the yeah Galford Kanzan. Handsome, yeah. Okay, is here. I don't know. What, oh. what were you saying? He trained with he, who? I believe I'm getting the story right. He trained with uh, Hattori Hanzo in the game story. And Ooh. Hattori Hanzo is an actual historical figure. So, uh, so clearly they're Bill. embellishing a bit. Well, that's like his... That's his uh, what? Great, great grandson or something? <laughs> I was trying to figure out the lineage yeah. in my head. Okay. Well, they, they were basically palette swaps of each other, and then they changed the head, too. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were almost the Ryu and Ken of that game, except they totally weren't. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Samurai Shodan also had another Westerner in that uh, Charlotte, who, who was like this lady knight, because, of course, uh, France still had knights into the 18th century. And, you know, it, it, and like, they let ladies into the knighthood, uh-huh. right? Right? Yep. Big flowing blonde hair. and uh, Also, yeah. she's what, the Jean d'Arc character of the Basically, game? Basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if there's something Japan likes more than America, it's France. What are we yeah. talking about not, again? Not surprised if that they're <laughs> French knights in anime. This they're is 420 week people. <laughs> uh, Samurai Showdown, yo. Well, yeah, that's what it was. 420 is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, you man, ever done a video game this? podcast on week? Why didn't we make this about pot or Hitler? Have we done that enough times? Yeah. though? Yeah, that's true. Go read. Go read. Uh, what if Hitler smoked pot on games? Make it an annual tradition. Just oh, steal that oh, game. and I believe Galford actually has a romantic interest in series. You know, kind of mascot girl Nakaruru, who, if leaks are to be believed, oh, is going to be in the new King of Fighters game. Wow. Oh. So there you go. Way totally to go, Rakanunu. I'll be waiting for you. Rakanunu. What I say? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Chris! I hate you. Mm. All right, moving on. Number four. 
Are you ready? Well, are you? Uh, are you ready? No. I'm ready for some football. What was this top five? <laughs> Non-Japanese ninjas. Yes. Non-Japanese ninjas. Ninja, I don't know ninja baseball Batman. No. Damn. But that would have been good. That's The game is great. Unlike this guy. Hey, come on. Heaven or hell. But I know you guys don't know this series well I know enough this. to pick out which character it is, so it's Chips Enough from Chips. Guilty Gear, who I will always is remember. A real person? Yes. Yeah. I remember this always because I was playing Guilty Gear in front of Diana years and years ago, and she like read the name of the character, and she's like, Chips Enough? Is that like the, the off-brand uh, version of Chips Ahoy? <laughs> <laughs> it's Chips Enough. That's the Hydrox to, uh, mm-hmm. to its Oreos. Yeah, yeah. But so no, I thought the band Enough's so, Enough. It's sorry, oh, it's Enough's Enough. It, but that's their. That, those are their names. They're, the, Zen, oh, enough yeah. is all their last names. Or Enough uh, is. Well, that's is really all, dumb. All the characters in that game are based on like '80s American hard rock. Holy shit! You got yep. Axel Lowe, who's, who's oh my god, like Angie Tribeca. Yeah, that's a dumb of, reference. Whatever. But people out there will get. It. Yeah. Uh, so Chip, Chips <laughs> Enough uh, is he looks like Billy Idol. He is an American ninja who was a drug dealer until Ooh. his master took him off the streets and trained him to be a ninja. And uh, as of Guilty Gear uh, Zard sign, he is... Which is translated as president of his own country. Wow. That's a, that's but quite... not America. No. No, not American. It's some, some ninja country that he's he's just the boss of. So man, the, this is enough Wyoming. So he is living the weeaboo dream, and he is such a fucking weeaboo. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. The democratically elected ninja. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he is the, I guess, an aspirational dream for the white guys playing this game. Yep. <laughs> but uh, he's he's not um, he's not afraid to swear in English. Holy damn! Jesus! <laughs> what did he say? Holy shit, Jesus! Holy Zen, Jesus! That's shit. That's actually shit. The, shit in the Japanese. first part, the subtitles say "Holy Zen," which I, okay, I guess if you're sure. a oh weeaboo ninja, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Jesus! Oh my god! Yeah, it's weird. Which Jesus is translated as just "Jeez." <laughs> uh, it is always weird to hear American characters speaking in like high school Japanese English. Like it, it's it's confusing. Uh-huh. So you should have been using words like King Gear" mm-hmm. and "Baticle," but this is totally understandable, right? Zeta Blade. Zeta Blade. I eat brains. Beta Blade. Yeah, Beta Blade. Beta Blade. Okay. Yeah. Is he? Does he wear a thong like half the characters in Guilty Gear? Or no? Define no. a thong. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, his shoes. Like, it is are his shoes uh, thong shoes? I didn't know you needed a definition of thong. Was, was, was a setup? <laughs> yeah, but you mean, mean like a j-string thong or yes. like, like <laughs> most, what a flip flop? So, f- we meant a flip flop. I think the whole audience that a bunch of Guilty Gear characters wear thongs because we I I don't mi- I I'm thinking of the cast. I'm like, who the fuck wears a thong? I imagine most Guilty Gear women in the game are naked, pretty much, aren't they? Or like with ro- really. robots I mean, with painted skin uh-uh. or living not, dresses. Uh, I nailed it. You know, I don't, I've never bit. even seen it. I know I nailed it. I mean, there is Ina who has half her boobies hanging out, oh, but yeah. that that's her whole character and is Disney. basically Ew, gross. I'm against that. Hashtag something. <laughs> but then God you've got, Chris. like, uh, what, what's the name of the, the pirate girl with the giant anchor? Oh, May. Yeah. She May. is adorable, and she is actually, like, <laughs> her, her age is 
a lot more than it seemed, which is a running joke that she is actually like really fucking old. What game is this? Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear. Okay. <laughs> well, these these games are not staying in your head. No, no. <laughs> I I promise the next one will be something you can keep track. They're all bleeding together. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> I can taste it. Your anguish is delicious. Non-Japanese ninja. Non-Japanese ninja. I like that uh, that background music there. Mm-hmm. It's not Samson, the professional wrestler. In a wrestler. game from the company you worked for. Non-Japanese Strider? ninja. Uh, Does Strider have an accent like that? No, I guess he wouldn't. But is I've it, only heard him speak to the guy game. Also, also, I should say uh, his name is Hiryu, Strider Hiryu. And uh, oh. all Japanese-sounding ninjas are out as well. He's, he's American? Well, now, Strider Hiryu, I mean, Hiryu is a Japanese. Yeah. Thing. Okay, even so, even if it's right. in a world with no Japan, I don't know. Uh, Capcom Ninja. Hmm. 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 Could it possibly be... Vega? Shouldn't you be dead? Perhaps I'm a ghost. He's a, he's a ninja? He's Vega yeah. is yep. a practitioner of Spanish ninjutsu, which totally <laughs> exists. It does? Yep. According to Street Tell Fighter. Tell me more. Tell me more, Reparo. <laughs> yes, he's he's a matador slash ninja. I have no idea how he got his ninja abilities. Jesus. But yeah, he's, he's yeah. been a ninja ever since uh, he sounded like this. Or he was climbing the wall using mm-hmm. those those claws. Those I claws are a ninja thing. I guess his Wolverine claws are ninja things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, and, they, and he wears a mask. So that is mm-hmm. ninja-like What about the vanity? Well. A ninja craves not these things. Yeah. Beautiful one. See? <laughs> I am so very beautiful. How do you know? Well, have you have you learned the ninja code, Chris? Uh, I had I spent my whole life trying to forget it. All this blood on these hands. <laughs> All I ever wanted to be was a games journalist, but I was born a ninja. Well, when I think back to how he was in the uh, Street Fighter anime, if I may talk about anime again, uh, in that <laughs> I don't think I can stomp you. In his big Chun Li fight, he does kind of stalk into her place in a ninja esque way. And you see mm-hmm. Chun Li titties, also... just FYI. I not on my PG thirteen version. I ran it from blockbuster video week they they cut that out i need to get the full manga films dub i will say they they put work into um moving her breasts in that they they put in that shower scene they the animators put in the work (laughs) really did did some mocap tests uh, but the played with some water balloons but the the fight scene is the best fight in the whole damn movie oh yeah the fight scenes in that movie are honestly super good they're all they're all pretty good, but the Vega one with Chun Li is the best. And they even though like I, I guess the one at the end's pretty okay too. I like that Guile is just like pumped out in like two seconds mm. after he's the main character of the live action movie. <laughs> then in the anime, he's like, "I want my revenge." Yeah, goodbye. He throws him into a chasm. Yeah, I, I also like that in the uh, the dub of the anime, they swapped out all the original songs for like KMFDM. Yeah, and, the KMFDM song over mm-hmm. the Mega Fight's great. Yeah, yeah. It says that he likes to uh, slowly peel the skin off of his bunnies before he kills them. Mm. And uh, then yeah, when they she made kicks, Vega real creep in that. And then after she kicks him in the face enough times, like my face, you bitch, you'll suffer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's think about this for a second. Vega's. A depiction in the games, which is like ridiculous, like I'm so beautiful. It's uh, Don Flamenco from Punch. Yeah, it is basically, good. we should mention that his uh, Japanese name is actually Balrog. Balrog yes. Or if you're paying attention to like the Super Turbo, it's Barlog. Barlog wins. My bad. But Vega is a cooler name. I like it. Yeah. So Vega, 
He was in in the anime, and they made him into a weird serial killer. He was in the uh, U.S. movie as I think he just like appeared in a pit fight or something. Yes, yeah. in a Doesn't bar. Fights <laughs> like he's about to have a fight with Ryu, and then everybody busts in like you don't get to see a fight scene. No fight scenes for you in this uh-huh. kung fu movie. Like, and then the, he was played by that guy from the Black Eyed Peas in uh, Chun Li uh, or the Street Fighter Legend of Chun Li. That's even yeah. worse. When yeah. she knocks his mask yeah. off, she says, "Ugh, I see why you wear a mask." Like. You couldn't get him yeah. more wrong. Like, you, you're so ugly. Which, number one, Taboo is not that ugly. Yeah. And number two, yes, no, that's not why he wears a mask. He wears it to protect his beautiful, delicate face. And he's about two feet taller than the guy. Well, that, yeah. that was also the movie with uh, Balrog, uh, noted driver. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> drives. That's and then Bison is a drug dealer who is <laughs> mean. Uh. <laughs> And an Irish, Irish yeah, not, not even an Irish he's an Irish real estate developer. That's that's his whole plan. Is like I'm going to buy up these poor neighborhoods and turn them into rich neighborhoods. Like gentrification, yeah, diabolical. Yeah. We need to kill him. It is weirdly that movie. Was it The Legend of Chun Li? Yeah, it's it, that was the one with Michael Clark Duncan as yeah, and Chris right. Klein as oh, as <laughs> Charlie Nash, Charlie, Chris yeah. Klein. Chris but it, it is it is an attempt to. What do you call it? Ground the Street Fighter universe and essentially try and make a Nolan verse for Street Fighter, and it's hysterical <laughs> no. now. It hurt. It doesn't hurt anymore. No, there's no reason to be offended by it. It's, it's like the '94 movie. movie. It's like Jesus. What a weird fucking thing to do. It's more boring than the '94 yeah. movie, though. The '94 movie totally. just camp all the time. Totally, except when Chris Klein is on the screen. That shit is incredible. What are we talking about? <laughs> Ameri- Chris Klein, American Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> that is so fire. Uh, for a second, I was like, uh, that, I thought he was in that uh, that monk movie, but that was uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, Sean William Scott. We have Scott. no proper I was getting him confused with Sean William Scott. I also like the, uh, that Vega in the game is like the same height as everybody else when he's crouched, mm-hmm. and then he, when he stands up to his full height, he's Real like tall. eight feet tall. Uh, Can also- we have uh, one more honorable mention as far as Street Fighter characters go? Because there is also Saddam, who is the oh, biggest yeah. weeaboo in the whole series. He's American? He's an American samurai, but yes. yes. From Final Fight. From mm-hmm. Final Fight and Street Fighter, Street Fighter Alpha, he is so enamored with Japanese stuff that he tries to speak Japanese in the games. Badly. Yeah, with a with a bad American accent. Yep. Final Fight I can get behind. I love it. I mm-hmm. love that series. So yeah, if you ever want to know what the Japanese think Americans sound like speaking Japanese, listen to Sodom's lines, and then wonder why he's named Sodom. And they're cool. <laughs> I'll give those a listen, but so I I am still shocked to find out Vega is a ninja. I, oh yeah, totally. I never considered. It. You never read EGM in the nineties. You didn't find out that his fighting style was Spanish, Spanish ninjutsu, ninjutsu, and his uh, blood type was AB positive. I don't remember that part. I would skip those. <laughs> I would skip those and go straight to the Nintendo previews. Oh, I see how it is from an early age. Well, anyway, yeah, Vegas are number three, so I can't imagine how good number two must be. Number two. Woo. I am lightning. Hmm. Lightning from Final Fantasy? She's a ninja? Yeah, totally. Hey, cool. This sounds like an American production. Uh, Well, American Hmm. voice production, maybe. Uh, Here's another bigger hint. Snake. It's my turn to protect you. So, Gray Fox. Kurt Russell. No, Gray Fox sounds like this. Hurt me more! (laughs) Oh, so wait. Rydan. So, so yeah. it was Rydan? Rydan. 
Oh, Rye Dance. The, the, the third, or Jack, I suppose. The, yeah, Jack, the, the third Cyber Ninja to show up in Metal Gear and the first to get his own game. Yeah, I, I I love Jack the Ripper. He's a great guy. I everybody hates on him. <laughs> Isolate that. The, throw that out there. Yeah, next time yeah, Henry's yeah. trying to. Everybody hates on him for taking over Metal Gear Two, but uh, I came to really I think, like. Him. I think he's redeemed himself. I think yeah. it's officially cool to like Raiden now. I think yeah. it was because Kojima was just pissed off that everyone hated him. That he's like, fine, I'll make you love him. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna put all my energy. That guy's into American. Making you love this guy. Yeah. Now, I thought he was from South Africa. Well, he's he was like a refugee. Well, kid. this isn't just about American. That's ninjas. true. Yeah, this is about ninjas who are not Japanese. Ninja. Yes, even. If- so this woman and whatever his nationality, he grew up as a child soldier in Africa. Yeah, which, which is weird. Okay, but starving over there. Yeah, um, and and was raised by uh, Solidus, I think George Sears. Yeah, good old President George Sears, the third <laughs> yeah. clone, who was the he was the perfect clone, right? Wasn't mm-hmm. he? And he, he did Metal Gear Solid 2, and everyone hated him. And some by time, sometime between 2 and 4, he was kidnapped by the Patriots and had basically, he got Robocopped. Everything uh, below his higher jaw, like yeah. everything below his top teeth was cut off. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was just a spine and the top of his head. Mm-hmm. And they put that on a robot body, and he became the coolest character in Metal Gear Solid 4 by yeah. a very long shot. You know you don't play as him ever in it, no. right? Like, you, you, you wish you did. Mm-hmm. And then they came out with Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, Revengeance. and you get to. Yeah. And yeah, they basically, I, I mean, they grafted onto him... The cyborg ninja everybody loved from Metal mm-hmm. Gear Solid, and just said like, "Well, what if he was right?" And then he has a cool fight with uh, with Vamp, where Vamp basically gives him a reach around, mm-hmm. and because uh, uh, <laughs> he like stabs he, he stabs Vamp through the back, and, but oh, through his own stomach, so he can just hold Vamp in place. And, and the then bowls. Vamp then goes around him and grabs the sword through his oh, stomach. That's right, yeah. It was it was very it was quite, symbolic. Unlike most things with Vamp, it was very sexual. Vamp is usually a very toned down character, <laughs> not not overly sexualized at all. His but, name uh, is Vamp. Yes, and who turns out he was not as immortal as he said he was. It was just Nano Machine Son. Ooh, spoilers! Ah, come on, that was like a fucking eight years ago now, man. Well, what you know it? what Raiden then said to Vamp: "My sword is a tool of justice." Just, you know, emphasis on tool. Well, I was just glad that at the end of four, him and Rose, Jack and Rose got to stay together. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. that they got to keep. And but they, they somehow had a kid. What? Well, he adopted, I mean, he had, he adopted another war child uh, of his own. Who's who, also cute and blonde. Of course, yeah. yeah who's, uh, I guess, also kind of like the weird. It That also falls into uh, Kojima's um, storytelling interest in girls under the age of 15 who have... Uh, we're very quiet. Are you uh, thinking of Sunny? Yeah, is that Sunny? Sunny is the the adopted daughter of uh, Snake and Otacon. Right. Okay. <laughs> but that's the one. Okay. But that's the one who helps Raiden yeah. fly into space. Yes. In, in Rising. Rising yes. Right. Who's pretty similar to another character from the from the prequel games as well, like the girl from Portable Ops who uh, yeah, she who is, has a vagina bomb and then explodes but I, doesn't. We call it Pops, man. Uh, well, you're you're actually close. What? Pause is the, the Pause, name of the character you're thinking of. Yes. But Sunny, if I remember right, is actually the daughter of Olga Gurlukovich, who appeared as the cyber ninja in Metal Gear Solid 2. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And yeah. was being held captive and like raised inside a computer by the Patriots, which is why she's so smart. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's how she knows spaceship things. 
And then <laughs> I, am I just delighting you with all this lore, Chris? I, oh, I'm so glad so, I went the right video so game guys, features anymore without guys, Metal Gear. Do you think Crichton had a kid by Porkin' uh, Pork Rose with his uh, giant melon dog? I would hope maybe. I would hope maybe that the Patriots did the nicety of saving sperm for his, of his, perhaps. And yeah, just mm. had it on ice. Seems delicious. What, yeah, what, 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 what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, to artli- artificially inseminate. Uh, that's why. I, back to the fifteen-year-old girl. Um, uh, yeah, I I really liked Metal Gear Rising. One of my favorite uh, game work trips ever was uh, my first ever trip to Osaka. Osaka. It's mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. hard O, right? Overpronounce I, it. Yes. Osaka. Osaka. Uh, it's like an actual Japanese is in the room. Anyway, <laughs> so I went there and got to go to Platinum uh, Games offices and and see like interview the director what of like before it's closed now. Of, uh, hey, as long as there's as long as there's Activision games that are yeah. put out in nine months, they'll be around. As yeah. long as there are Ninja hey, Turtles and, and Korra, and one the day the show releases. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. But mm. anyway. Uh, yeah, it was a really great trip. I got to you know pl- uh, see it early and talk to the uh, director of the game and ask some questions about it. And it was like such an awesome trip, and I, that game was really good. Like it mm-hmm. would, it was also on that trip that we got to interview some of the Konami people because it was a you know collaboration thing. And it pissed me off that like other people waste their interview questions were like. Um, hey, what do you think Kojima would say to this question? And their reply. One eventually, I think. Uh, a producer just said, "Kojima's not here. Like you should ask yeah. him. I don't know what he'd say either. Like that. Like, uh, ask why don't me. you marry Kojima if you like him so much? <laughs> yeah, yeah. British people and they want to suck off Kojima. Yeah. Anyway. Was Hideki Kamiya there? And he could have just been like blocked, blocked, blocked. Hideki, I wish he was. I mean, he was probably in the office, but he mm. was not part of the thing. I would yeah. love that, but no. So anyway, uh, yeah, I did. I I remember the producers from Konami were there, and they were talking about Pachinko. The version of Metal Gear Rising they made before it got handed over the Platinum, ah. and they were very sad about it. They're like, mm. we put all this work into it, and I think we made our, our greatest boss fights ever, but then Kojima just I canceled mean, it and handed I it to these people. I was at the E3 when they an, uh, made that soft announcement, yeah. and it was almost clear, like, this is supposed to be a Kinect thing that's not developed mm. by Konami. Well, they realized, they did realize, like, a game where you can cut anything can't work. Like, yeah. it's too... Mm. They had to then in the the Zandatsu thing they planned to do just could not work so they had to. I hope we haven't seen the last of Raiden, but that would mean Konami would publish a game if we weren't to. And then we might get to hear him say this again. Adios, amigos. Viste? Qué raro, eh? Hay que hacer que no lo vimos. Vamos ya. I love that scene so much. He's, he's he's rolling around in Mexico City in his inconspicuous disguise, which is like this gigantic poncho and mariachi sombrero. Like a crazy huge mariachi sombrero uh-huh. and the poncho. And then just his metal limbs like are yeah. sticking out under it. It is not... And then he goes into the sewers with uh, his own adopted uh, shot, it's, it's experiment dog. child, uh, who then would like... You then sang the ninja rap to him, which was really strange. <laughs> oh, you're like a you're like a ninja turtle. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Oh, God, I think that's isn't doesn't he meet the kid in the sewers or something? Yeah, yeah. And that's how he knows he's a ninja. Actually, yeah. uh, you know, not to uh, Monday morning quarterback this, but that would have been a really good clip for this scene here. But, oh God, yeah. thinking about how you're right. He, I completely forgot he adopted a kid, but somehow I sharply remember. 
that uh, the characters you talk to on the codec would not shut up about how, oh, all these people with robot bodies could be a real boon to the construction and elder care industries. <laughs> you know, construction and elder care industries could really benefit elder care industries, elder care industries. Like, it was... That's kind of why... It, it got th- mentioned several times. I didn't do any codec conversations. Love the new season of Better Call Saul. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? I also love the there's new also season. A nin- it's ending. So sad. There's also a ninja cat in the game, too. If you try to carve up the first cat you see in the opening... Le- or the second level, mm-hmm. the cat will always dodge out of the way, so you can't you can't kill it. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I need to try that. But we should probably move along to number one. Murderer! I tire of maintaining our innocence. I will relieve you of your burden. Uh, I mean, this all in got English, a, voiced by Steve Bloom. Uh, by process of elimination, <laughs> I have to imagine that this is the Nick Hogan. Chinese Ninja Warrior. Uh, hey. There you go. Chinese Ninja Warrior with a heart so cold. Sub Zero. Oh, your life is a mystery. <laughs> Warrior with a mask. <laughs> I, I was actually hoping to hold on to that so that I could contradict this clip. I see the ninja has been successful in retrieving my map, as I have foreseen. Is this missed? Let's get something straight. I am not a ninja. I am Lin Kuei. Uh-huh. Scorpion was a ninja. Ah, uh, yes. Your Japanese counterpart. How unfortunate that you <laughs> happened upon him in your battle with those pesky Shaolin monks. Scorpion was tipped off. He's breaking into that temple, and if he wasn't there, there wouldn't have been a battle. You are responsible for this sorcerer. Sorcerer! <laughs> I was originally just going to cut it short on, I'm not a ninja, I'm a Lin Kuei, but then he got that weird rant in there. That was from sorcerer. Mortal Kombat Mythology's Sub-Zero. Oof. He got his Oof. own yeah. terrible spin-off oh, game. Like a side it's so or? bad. Yes, Sub- it was. Sub-Zero is my favorite as a kid. He was my number oh, one yeah. dude. I loved him. Scorpion. Again, he was Did you like-, like him when he was unmasked and you found out it was just like some generic white dude underneath? Nah, fuck that. Mm-hmm. I was not as into that when he got his like uh, remake when when he unlocked the old costume I was like yeah still still loving this yeah. Sub-Zero there was there's like a whole ridiculous backstory about Sub-Zero that even justifies why he's a white guy uh, <laughs> <really>? <laughs> yes so the original Sub-Zero in the first game was of course Sub-Zero's older brother uh, Bihan who becomes Noob Saibot and Zero from Mortal Kombat on it's this other guy uh, Kwai Lung I think uh, yeah, Kwai Liang. That's um, making the Sub-Zero who's being hunted down by Scorpion innocent of killing Scorpion. Yes. Okay. And uh, in the end credits of... In, in the ending for Mortal Kombat 2, Scorpion, like, realizes the mistake and becomes the new Sub-Zero's protector, which does not hold up through any of the other games. Well, I thought it was always Liu Kang's was the only ending that was canonical, wasn't Probably. it? Probably. At least in the first three. Yeah. Who knows? Well, well but, he won the first two. But so, uh, reading up on it, there has since been an expanded backstory because, of, of course, course. In, in three he was unmasked and yeah, it's just John Turk or whatever, some random white guy. Uh, and um, well, guess, yeah, that was the second Sub Zero. Yeah, that was the second Sub Zero. But he and his brother were kidnapped as uh, young children mm-hmm. by the Lin Kuei. Uh, because I guess their father was part of it or something, and the Lin Kuei being Chinese ninjas. The song essentially. said his life was a mystery, <laughs> but now it's lore. It's explained. 
They need to, and that's why to, you're white. They need to release <laughs> an updated <laughs> song with all this information. We know too much about you. <laughs> oh, Wikipedia! <laughs> you're played by Steve Bloom. Why no female Lin Kuei? There are Frost Chief among them. I'll kick her ass next. Ooh, Ooh, so much... Her fatality is sexual harassment. <laughs> I was also annoyed when I saw him show up unmasked in Mortal Kombat Armageddon, or whatever, the, the second... He's been masked bed. and unmasked in so many games. Uh, he wears a mask, man, when I when I see him. It's also, in the song! Well, also, all the, like, the dumb padding he has and shit, I'm uh-huh. just like, yeah, not a fan. Uh, in... in... <sighs> God, I, I do appreciate that they rebooted the continuity with Mortal Kombat 9 because between that and X, it's a little easier to keep up. Yeah. Although X got really ridiculous and it's like, okay, well, both Sub-Zero and Scorpion died and then came back as revenant ghosts and then got resurrected and brought back to life and now they're friends. Uh, <laughs> they're ghosts and, and Scorpion is just a guy with a beard. And I think the, the Mortal Kombat. Who's Com- actually Japanese for once? The Mortal Kombat <laughs> Wikipedia was my first ever, like, wiki binge. Like, oh, when, 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 it fir- when, like, it first came out, like, mm-hmm. you can. All, all of their histories are here, and, like, you. Like, we only got, like, a text screen. Yeah, and, and I, I the was first shocked. three games. Even before, like, DC versus Mortal Kombat came out, I was shocked to find out all this plot that I'd never. New because I stopped with three. Like I didn't play four. Yeah, I didn't so play read the manuals and the guides, mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of a t- there's. Text I did scrolls. know that Liu Kang had been killed. I did know that, but uh, they had become then. Yeah, well, that, that was in the the opening intro, like the intro uh, cutscene for Deception. Not, oh yeah, Deception. Yeah, or was it? Can't. No, not Deception. Uh, Deadly Alliance. Yeah, that was so, the fifth one. Because, because, we officially named them all. Yeah, I was, almost wanted to call it Mortal Kombat <laughs> Depression. Which, <laughs> Well, it was it, more accurate. by the time it got to Armageddon that for twenty years. It was called uh, Deadly Alliance because Shao Kahn and and uh, the other. No, wait. <laughs> oh, what, what are we talking about? No, <laughs> Shang Tsung, Shang and Quan Chi. Quan Chi. They teamed up together uh-huh. and killed Liu Kang first to then take over in the next battle. You killed me first. You know what? I was actually afraid to talk about Guilty Gear lore, but now we have just let these two assholes talk about Metal Gear and fucking Mortal Kombat. I should have butt in. Jesus Christ. I'm just saying, if I talked this long about Dumbo, I would have been interrupted. When I was a kid, that Lin Kuei stuff also just seemed like, well, wait, they're not ninjas. Like, they're... You can just say, like, oh, he's this type of ninja from China. That also just felt to me like... uh, Americans, uh, the American thing of mixing up Japanese and Chinese people, like, mm. I want them Chinese ninjas, eh? Well, this ninja <laughs> throws the ice balls and he freezes his opponents and it's totally unfair and everybody loves him. And then the other ninja yanks him across the screen to get over here and All everybody it loves him. one Japanese person to ask me as an American about maple syrup that justifies <laughs> all of that Orientalism. Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you have no other clips... Michael, I have found the TMNT clip from uh, Whoa. Revenge. Uh, okay. Oh god. That was worth it, uh, right? Yeah, totally. What <laughs> what did aren't the Ninja Turtles the most non-Japanese ninjas ever? Yeah, but they're not actually from video games and if I included them I'd have to talk about uh, Because they're not people. Other ones. They're not You're anti-amphibious. Mm-hmm. He's anti-animation. Yeah. He's anti-animation. Anti reptile. Yeah. Uh, Get your stereotypes straight, Chris. What the fuck I'm thinking of? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to bed. 
All right. Well, we should probably. You should probably take a break so Chris can go to bed. Oh, so, oh, oh, I have oh, to, oh, I have oh, to interject oh, oh. quick with my patented obscure shit. We, we uh, did include Rachel from Marvel Champion, an ancient-ass Konami game none of you have ever played except me. So there you go. Woo! We got six. Okay. Hey. The top six, everybody. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a little break so Chris can go to bed. When we come back, we're going to talk about <laughs> some new releases, some news, some other stuff. So stay tuned. Get scratching. Last week on Cape Crisis. The early press on Civil War is pretty good in comparison to Batman vs. Superman, which hid the film from critics until the three days before the film's release. We are weeks away from Civil War, and the reviews are already out, all very positive. Like, it's possible to like Batman vs. Superman, as yes. long as you love Batman and Superman. If you like movies, you don't like it, and that's why the critics... Rebe- yes. and that's that's why I hate it. Uh, but the critics, like, the lines I was ra- reading multiple ones was, The Perfect Spider-Man. I was like, fuck. I yeah. I maybe should fly to Japan or London a week early just to, to see it when it's out in those territories instead. You can expense that from your own money. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, you're not going to give me the... You're not going to give me the it off at the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast you must listen to every Thursday or Friday. And we're back for our uh, wasn't ready. terrible <laughs> and unprepared second segment, apparently. We're uh, very prepared. I did are the prep. Are we very prepared? Oh, uh, that's true. You did do the prep. I'll, I'll credit to you. But let's Jeez. before we get God to your prepared it. segment, let's begin with I think we have to re-record that because I am currently the only source of estrogen on this podcast. Uh, that's true. Not true. But I then got again, pills. <laughs> really need to start casting a wider net and meet new people. No, but, but then again, we, we still got paid tribute to the, uh, my to only Anne version Arfider. of nightlife for three mm. weeks. Mm. <laughs> this, this is all I know. Uh, yeah, hey, but well, I think it's a nice callback to Anne every time we listen yeah. to it. Like, remember, yeah. oh, good old Anne. She's she with died. us in spirit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. Died and went to heaven, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what what are the new releases? I think it's pretty... Well, uh, Star Fox is the big one. Star Fox Zero from Platinum Games and Nintendo? What? Is that the game yeah. you're talking about? Spelled with three X's for some reason. I, it says that you can create a topless pilot, but you uh, do a lot of nodding in it. Yes, the <laughs> frog has a boob slider. <laughs> it says That's use great. amiibos for uh, mm. extra yiff factor. Oh, yeah, nice, I'm, nice. I'm stupid, dumb, and out of the loop. Is are there not Star Fox amiibos? Yeah, yeah, of course Fox. there are. I, I mean, mean there's no, ones that are the specific from, from Smash. Like yeah. I want a fucking Slippy amiibo tomorrow. I don't think you'll be getting that. Good God, Nintendo. Uh, Look, be happy that there's a new Star Fox game. I've been excited. No! I've been excited for this game for close to two years, if I may brag. 
I was uh, <laughs> one of a dozen people who got to play this before just about any uh, non-Nintendo employee in the world. It was at E3 2014. Nintendo did like their... It was Sunday night before the show, and they're like, this is our private demo thing only for... Uh, you know, one person from a few, like, two dozen outlets, maybe. And they're just like, here's here's these cool new games we're thinking of. And that uh, Miyamoto was very dedicated to, to making games that use the gamepad and the screen. And finally using the touchpad on the gamepad. And then at the end, they're like, and we have the our biggest one of it. And then, boom, the Star Fox logo flashes. Ooh. And uh, and we were all like, wow, Star Fox, finally back. And... Is then it, has I, it been ten years since the first, uh, since the last Star Fox game? Well, no, no. Yes, I think it, it has. Well, Command? Was it Star Fox, uh, yeah, Star Fox Command on yeah. DS. Oh, that was two thousand six. Really? Say. I think so. Maybe wow. two thousand eight. Maybe. Huh. But yeah, the but anyway, I then I played it and was like, ooh, aiming, aiming at the TV with the. Like shooting lasers through this touchpad screen was so confusing, and well, I had hoped that in the next two years they could do a lot of game balancing to fix it. And so now I turn to Heidi and ask, "Have they fixed it, and does it play better?" Well, the good news is that you can configure a lot of control stuff to mm. your liking. Mm. Like, for example, when I'm playing it, I set it so that uh, gyro aiming only works when you have a ZR held down, which I feel definitely helps the game because really? that way, uh, you know, I'm only aiming with the motion when I feel like yeah. it. Otherwise, I'm just tapping it and going pew 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 what pew. What if I want to play pew. as a kid in a 1982 Sears commercial, like, and move around a little bit? I don't want that to move my reticle around. Oh, uh, the bad news is, um, you know, things like U turning and whatnot is a little weird because you gotta use both analog sticks for it, and uh, mm. kind of take your finger off the button, which is never. Uh, Why well, I couldn't just assign it to a face button is uh, a, a little confusing. And sometimes, you know, they really want you to use that cockpit view for for certain things. You can get through most of the games without it, but there are some bosses where it's like. Yeah, this is designed for you to look at the cockpit view to give better shotter. Eh. You've got things like the stupid robot, which is ah, the Rob the robot that like basically mm. hangs out of your ship like an umbilical cord. Oh God! What? There's like this one. There are some very cool crafts in this game. I love the landmaster. I love the walker. But uh, the gyro ring is the fucking worst. Like, is, is I, that I, the one I, that transforms into a duck? What? No. Okay. What's one of the the gyro ring, uh, gyro ring, gyro wing is, is the control? one. <laughs> God damn it, Chris! It's All pronounced right. gyro. <laughs> <laughs> you like it a juice? God damn it! <laughs> no, you're off here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please continue. So the gyro ring is the the worst thing. It is slow. It has shitty armor. It has shitty weaponry. But you get to control this uh, little tethered robot thing, and you can use yeah. it to hack computers and. Pick up bombs, and oh, it is so not fun when you have to do this. The gyro wing is the, uh, it's the drone, isn't it? With the, like, the two, the two copters on the side, right? It's yep. like a drone, yeah. That one, that was the one I was the most iffy on, of, like, and we were, like, fighting, like, a giant King Kong robot type thing. Yep, and there's one stage where you're, at least one stage I have gone through so far where all you do is, you know go through this open environment and control the gyro wing very slowly and that is the worst stage of what I've played so far. I've, I've beaten the game Ooh. twice and, uh, and there's still a lot of like, unlockable... Time from you? 
<laughs> yeah, I need I need to go back and like do figure out some some of the unlocks because there are multiple routes and things like that, and some of the ways to unlock don't seem all. So it's made by Platinum. Is it full of fun Easter eggs? Have you found any fun Easter eggs in it? Uh, describe Easter eggs. Well, like, like in uh, Jesus, they're Diverses, usually painted. So, like in Bayonetta two, there was a Star Fox unlock in the big shooting segment in the fly in the flying shooting segment, and then you could, if you put her in the Star Fox costume, I believe that then became a Star Fox stage. Is there yeah. anything like that in Star Fox Zero? Um, I have my amiibos work. I haven't like. I haven't really noticed. I, I'm looking into things a little bit more because now I'm just going back and trying to get higher scores and just see more of the game. Mm-hmm. So, But I'm, I'm keeping my eyes open for that because there are medals you get in every stage and I assume those unlock things. Um, the Fox Amiibo will unlock uh, SNES-style R-Wings, if that Ooh. counts. Which are low poly count? Low poly count. Hells Yes. And, uh, well, is it as long? How would you compare its length to, like, Star Fox 64, which was not a particularly long game, but one you were meant to replay lots of times and get branching paths and open up... It's very much like that. That's a Star Fox game to me. (laughs) How's the Blue Marine, Fox? Also, I still just don't like all range sections. Just give me fucking... Just put me on track, man. Yeah, yeah. give me on track, let me shoot shit. The only all range section I liked in Star Fox history was the not uh, the I Independence Day level. Uh, wow. Was the one I really enjoyed. Remember that? No, but it makes sense because my favorite part about Star Fox is hacking computers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there, it, there is one little Easter egg I can think of. I don't know if it's necessarily an Easter egg or if it was even intended. But like, spoiler? no, it, no, it's not a spoiler. Mm. But like, if you're shooting and Slippy's getting, you know, Slippy's getting tailed and he gets in your line of fire and he, he just goes like, oh, you too, Fox? <laughs> so I was uh, going to ask, how many times does Slippy scream and get shot at? Uh, and you have lot. to bail him out. A lot. Ah, like, oh, Fox, I somehow fell down in my cockpit. Ah, <laughs> oh, Fox, I forgot my bionic legs that we all have. Did you review this, Hattie? Um, I did a preview for Anime News Network. I'm thinking I'll be reviewing it for them, too. Mm. Uh, the old ANN. I just think it's... If you, if I was a reviewer, my job would be so easy. Because I could say, if you buy one Wii U game this year, and that's highly probable. Um, <laughs> it will be this Exactly one. one. <laughs> make it Star Fox. Because I don't think Paper Mario is going to make it. I don't so, know. I'm looking forward to Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Hashtag excuse SE. Excuse me. A Wii, U, a Wii U exclusive? Yeah. From Japan? Yes. Ugh. World are we living in? Uh, yeah. I, I, I felt a little sad to see the Star, a Star Fox game wasn't being made by uh, Q Games for the first time ever. But uh, Well, not the first time ever, but they, they made the last two. But, but Platinum, I trust them to a degree. Yeah, um, it is not an easy game to get the highest scores on. It is very much a platinum game in that they want you to get good. And uh, Star Fox Guard, you play that? Any? The packing. Uh, oh god, no! I look at that and I'm just like, why would I play this when I can play real Star Fox and you know not have to? What Star Fox Guard? That Star Fox Guard, you got that, uh, you're playing that with it's, Slippy it's and It's an enhanced Orange, Wii U so. tech demo. Yep, yep. Whoop, you fucking Does do. come with an anime? No, no. but an anime will, uh, the, hey, let's get the news out of the way. An anime has aired on this Wednesday, made by Production IG and uh, 
Wit W I T is that an anime? Yeah. Production. Okay. Yeah. What do they do? What would I have seen? Oh, Superbook mostly. I think, <laughs> did, did they do Attack on Titan? Let me check. Mm, I think you're right. It's pronounced Titan. Thank you. Uh, so would you call this the Wii U Boo segment? Yeah. Why don't we move out of this <laughs> section then? And, I mean, yeah, well, they, let's take they a look. apparently did Attack on. Let's Titan, take a look so. at the games people used to play. Uh, well, there's like no fucking other. If, you, games if you're this not week, a yeah. Wii U owner, the only really big release uh, is Banner, Banner Saga Two. Which is a sequel to a game that was critically acclaimed a few years ago. Um, I haven't played much of it, but it what I have beautiful. played, yeah, it's very beautiful, 2D animated, very lavish production. Uh, plays, uh, it's like a turn-based tactics game, very XCOM-y, and the interesting twist is that it's like it's fantasy, but it's set in this fantasy world where like humans and these giant horn creatures have forged an alliance to fight against these monsters that threaten their existence. Do they breed together? Uh, not that I've seen. <laughs> no, the giants are like three times the size of the humans, so... You sure they never breed? Pretty sure. All right. It'd be, hey, it'd be maybe like your forearm with a fist. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe in, maybe in two they will breed. No. Yeah, again, I haven't played that much of it, so who can say? I like a big lady I not can me. play little Jim Henson with. No. Nope. Um. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, let's so, just well, hold on, hold on. Oh, I got, oh, oh. I got to talk. I got to talk about another new. Ooh, release. is it Danganronpa two on PC? No, it, oh. but it, well, that's it, happening. It I Japan? just want to throw it yes, out there. Yes, it's oh. similarly weeby, and oh, yes. it's also real fucking bad. It oh. is Langrisser Reincarnation Tensei. Man, a lot of hope is riding on that. Uh, <laughs> those those words you just said. But that reincarnation also it is re colon oh. incarnation. Tensei. Yeah. You know how that bad just gets the search cleverer engine is every on, time someone does it. Yeah. How bad the search engine is in all, every Vita store. Like, <laughs> how are, how's anybody going to find this? This is a 3DS game. My mistake. Vita it, games it, can't even get these. Like, the Vita can't even get this stuff. It's a 3DS game published by Axis based on uh, one of the worst Japanese games released last year for the 3DS. Um,. Contender for Kusoge of the Year 2015, in fact. Kusoge meaning... Meaning shitty game of the year. Thank you. As voted on by Japanese internet citizens. Um, I'm looking at the uh, official thread on NeoGAF right now. I don't really go to NeoGAF, but uh, this is... This is friggin' hilarious. Um, as a revival of the popular, long-dormant, excellent-quality Langrisser series, Langrisser Reincarnation Tensei stands out as a poor bastardization of what fans once knew and loved. Unless some major change has happened for the Western release, get ready to shake your head in frustration and second-hand embarrassment as you wonder why you spent any amount of money over $10 on this game. I hope that message got out to the dozen of people who needed to hear it. I just, I hope it, I hope it met those ears. I think the, I mean, how good of a, if the game isn't good, I don't know what level of localization, even if it was just like a complete rewrite of the text, like. Well, I mean, they could make attempts to fix the gameplay. Like, there are yeah, problems there. The, the graphics are mediocre, even by 3DS standards. But there's a lot of them. Uh, there's no software set, no quick save. Well, I also wouldn't expect... And the maps are friggin' gigantic. I would also not expect Axis to have any money to spend on localization beyond text, either. Yeah, you never know. mm, eh. Also, the art is kind of terrible. So, Langrisser, in case you are unaware, is a very old, long-running strategy game series from uh, 
Way back when, we only got one game in the series before this, which was Warsong on the Genesis. I don't know if any wow. of you have played it. You probably haven't. Now that is a break. And now we're getting another one, so let's complain about it. So what you're saying is definite buy. <laughs> All around. Uh, well, for somebody like me who just loves Unqualified garbage, recommendation. It's like, hell yeah. No, we have to have a different rating scale. I say for this game, what's it called? Langrisser Reincarnation Tensei. Put your hand behind your head and hold a peace sign. That's what I give this game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> scratch the back of your head while laughing. <laughs> uh, all right, what? Didn't other things? Nothing else? Uh, Battlezone 98, that's about it, which is, mm. I guess, a remake for PC or a remastering of a version of the popular tank game Battlezone that came out for PC Holy in shit. 98. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, I, yeah. I like that. But, uh, oh, yeah. oh, and Star Wars Force Awakens came in on Blu-ray for Europeans. I just want to say congratulations. Mm. Also, uh, Ratchet, and, Ratchet and Clank for Europeans. That's so. true. They Someone's finally get us, to play like, that. I didn't actually see that that, 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 was, that got really good ratings. Oh, yeah. Like, mm. people really, it's, it's cheap, and the, someone in our Laser Times Facebook group was like, I'm in Australia, and we don't have the game yet. It's yeah. 40 bucks, and it looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, Dog and Rob on Steam, guys. I yeah. would suggest check that out. Like that, I like one more than two, but it's still great. I really, so. really like two, and I think if you've played one, it takes a little bit to adjust to the new characters. Yeah. But then the more you, probably like a ten-hour intro. Yeah, the more you play, the more like, oh, okay, I can see how this is connected. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I still prefer. I like the cast in one more. They, I'm mm. more into them. I need to get on a plane so I can finish playing. But it. you don't have a guy <laughs> continually telling you. Uh, how and when to shit, which is literally a character in Duncan yeah. Rumpa The answer is always B. Eat well, shit well. <laughs> <laughs> what about the But is there a guy in there who says Hondas are for pussies? Probably. There's like this weird uh, mafia boss that, or a Yakuza boss's kid who I thought was going to be trans, but no, he's, he's just very young. Mm. <laughs> He, he looks like a girl. Let's That's hope all. that doesn't offend anybody. No, I mean, well, I believe, Michael, you're referring to the anime trope of this very girlish-looking boy has a secret. Oh, they bind their breasts like that. Yeah, exactly. And you, it, I thought it was going to go in that direction, and it didn't. I mean, so. I've seen that spoilers a million times. Yeah. Like, I think it was... It's never not funny. It's not been great, uh, some of the... Japanese attempts of like, oh, the best plot p- twist could be if this person was a different gender because mm-hmm. they were a secret liar. It, all, like, it, it all doesn't work as well if all your character designs look like women. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, let's move on to the news. <laughs> all right, let me just cue up that sound really quick. Okay, here we go. Extra, extra, read all about it. The hottest video game in news coming straight to you. Over the off the wires. Hot takes! Hot takes! Epics! News! Mafia 3 will launch on October 7th. Michael, you're the only person in the world who cares about this. Uh, I I think there are more people who care. It's advancing the timeline like it went into the 60s. You're playing as a non-Italian crime family who's kind of taking on the Mafia in New Orleans. What's this? Who did that? The main character's black. Oh! Uh, wow, I could I could use a slow word here, but I'm yeah. not gonna. There's been a bunch not of uh, there's been a bunch of previews published. I think I saw one that says you get to design your own main character. What? This is total Van cool. This is total Danganronpa. <laughs> you can't do this to my mafia game. 
Uh, no, that well, at least the release date is news. They they put up yeah. a new trailer for it, and it's yeah. soon, and it's a mafia game. Yeah, and yeah. It's, they've oh. never come soon. Mafia one was fantastic. Mafia two was okay, and Mafia three hopefully will be much better. Mafia two gave us the wonderful side of <laughs> Nolan North. Bless you. The wonderful side of Nolan North talking with himself. In, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it, it, the, right. the greats like let's just have random NPCs talk to each other. Fine, <laughs> good. Uh, but I think the big news was uh, broke by Giant Bomb. The uh, report of the PS4.1 codenamed the Neo, uh, a more powerful machine. Uh, it's been rumored for quite some time. Yeah, but this had uh, no, some It stems back from GDC. About. I don't. I'm, I, did you guys talk about it? I wasn't here if you did. I mean, I would imagine at GDC there were some loose lips of uh, just people talking to other people like, oh yeah, we're making a newer system. But I read the articles. That's literally how it happened. People yeah. overhearing people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, the Nintendo... Nintendo was ahead of the curve on this one with their handhelds. Every handheld got at least one update, if not three. Well, it's a little so, different. Like, what, yeah, but... like. The handheld updates were very uh, relatively minor, just usually, yeah. and uh, they had new bells and whistles for the yeah, most or part. Yeah, backlight. Whereas this is going to affect performance yeah. of games, and yeah. people who the own the, the older systems are going to get shit on because everybody's going to test their games. Not, well, maybe they test their games first for the better hardware, yeah. and then. You know, it's just uh, well. Does this does this function on the older hardware? Okay, fuck know. it. Let's ship. I don't know that that's so much the case because I mean, this is the reality of PC development all the time. But, it, but they're, I don't they're want... only developing for two hardware I... sets instead of five thousand. That's why I don't have a gaming PC because I oh. want my hardware and I want to well, have that hardware for five years at a time. You're missing you dig? out. But uh, they they have. Uh, the the rumors that have been published do say that every game, once this is released, will have to ship with a a neo mode and a base mode. So it will work fine mm. on PS on basic PS4. Allegedly, but, yeah. There'll also be like a version that takes advantage of the the better GPU. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not too sold on it. But also that. Microsoft's going to do the same thing. Like I, mm, well, Microsoft's sure. been talking they do about need to it. improve that system. They've been talking about it in terms of like we're going to use cloud computing to let you offload wow. some of the. I was, I was most excited about that, and I I'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how my internet could handle it. They've been yeah. saying they'd like to do that for sixteen years, but they never will. Like, yeah, it's I, I don't believe that either. But I do believe that like. To sell more systems, you sell it to people twice. Like that is how it's it's an economic well, like, thing. Too. I was thinking of having just tried to write it off on my taxes. The new 3ds was like that is a 3ds with improved guts that can play exclusive games. Mm-hmm. And at least PlayStation isn't doing that. You don't have there will be no PS4 to exclusives. Right, but it's, you're going to get mm-hmm. like. Like I said, I, mm-hmm. the worst case scenario I can see is you're going to get games that are mostly feature tested and made sure to work at their best on the like, the Neo, and then like you, they are they're you're going to look at low end systems and just be like, does this work? They're not going to try and optimize it. It's just going to be like, okay, if it if it functions competently, mm-hmm. ship it. We're not going to bother, you know. Op- Re-optimizing it or anything? It's still probably a year out. And the situation I'm with, I have a pretty good gaming PC here. See here, it's about as tall as Heidi. 
Uh, <laughs> 4K. Thanks. Uh, and it's making the same noises as my Destiny White PS3 does when I'm playing games off the hard drive, which is a giant overcompensating fan noise, which means it is having problems processing the games we have now and is likely to die within mm-hmm. two years. Yeah, I just uh, I, I am interested in that they call it the Neo because yeah. it's the Project Morpheus was the name of PlayStation VR in production, <laughs> yep. so it is coupled with it. So it's also to make VR work better. Though I said it before when we talked about PlayStation VR, mm-hmm. if if Sony actually makes this works as a real long supported add on to their system, yeah. it will be the first time they've ever done that with a PlayStation uh, mm-hmm. add on, like. That with every PlayStation peripheral, like it has maybe four months of relevancy, and then it becomes a doorstop. Now they're still trying to make Move relevant, albeit uh, through VR. On, I'm, just, I'm playing Dark Souls off of my hard drive. It it's my PS4 sounds like shit. It couldn't be more well ventilated. It couldn't be more well taken care of. I think like if you think of an Xbox Red Ring situation, and I hope this is what's happening, is that uh, Xbox knew. I, I forget. I think it was Dan who pointed it out that like. You get three uh, cycles of the ring red, so that's code, ha- meaning Microsoft knew the, mi- the the original Xbox was going to red ring. Mm-hmm. It has its own code to tell you what's happened to it, because it's not all four rings. You get that when you unplug the uh, mm-hmm. machine. Right. So it's letting you know this machine's going to break. So they knew that. The sounds coming out of my PS4, that doesn't even get used all that much. This is not going to last another two years. So maybe there'll be instead of like a trade-in program where you get like a refurbished thing, like maybe you get like two hundred bucks towards mm. a, a new PS4. I'm like, mm. I'm totally fine with that because this thing seems like it's about to break. Maybe you sell it on eBay. That's yeah. probably what I'm gonna do. May- maybe, but in, even in terms, of it's like the price of a graphics card four years mm. later. I, I can't be that upset about it. At least the nice thing with a PlayStation uh, compared to a Nintendo system, I have no money. Uh, the nice thing comparing a PlayStation to a Nintendo system is you can at least like deactivate it as yours and put your name on it again. When meanwhile, like if you want to get a new 3DS, you can't trade in your old one for it because you have to do a system yeah. transfer first and then trade it in. You can buy a brand new mm-hmm. PS4 2 and stick take it to the box, sign in, and be all, like exactly like your old one, except it'll run way more efficiently. Uh, we were streaming uh, Dark Souls, and I'm like, is this picking up on Mike? This is. I've never heard this system this loud before. Am I the only one getting that? Nah, I don't. I haven't turned mine on. Because it's like even weird. Like I'm watching Netflix. <laughs> what what internal process power is making this thing? <sighs> well, Chris, I hope your PlayStation Four uh, can last long enough to play the uh, uh, leaked Batman Arkham HD collection. Oh boy! But, Instead uh, of working on that pile of stuff you haven't played yet, you can play Batman yes. again. Again, yeah. even though. I, all of my Arkham's were HD. Now you'll get trophies oh, instead uh, of achievements. Yeah, that is a little weird. Oh, well, <laughs> so this this hasn't been confirmed at the time of this recording. Maybe has been announced at this point. But yeah, it's uh, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City for the PS4. And no Origins. Xbox One. Well, I, I think that shows you what Rocksteady thinks of yeah, Origins. Yeah. Even though I look, Arkham Origins is a is a totally all right game. I hope it's they're totally d- developing that rumored Superman game because yeah. I'd like to see something good happen to that character. It would be nice, <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. It almost feels. What about like, the uh, Red Dead leaks? Why didn't oh I didn't see any Red Dead? Well, leaks. It, it was rumored. There's been Red Dead Redemption Two yes. uh, leaks all over the place, but then somebody found a map, like a map oh, of the area. Yeah, yeah. And I hadn't heard of this. That's that's. That game is just barely five years old. It, I would be so excited for a new Red Dead. Looks like it would be taking place like based Before. on that map. Well, yeah. not just 
that it would be a prequel, but mm. that it's uh, like roughly around the Gulf of Mexico and like there's an analog to New Orleans in there. What about the Gulf of America? What about it? <laughs> there's, no, there's no Gulf of America. No. It's, it's there already. So really more Midwest, I guess, to South rather than Western Western. But Goddamn hoopleheads and Pinkertons. If I got to <laughs> contend with those hoopleheads. Uh, yeah, we talked about the Star Fox anime. You should watch it now. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it'll be fun, I'm sure. Sure it sucks. <laughs> uh, there's the uh, GameStop has opened up its own publishing arm. It is about time, and I'm sorry this is where I come alive, but we keep talking about this crap. I think 302010 this week we'll get to talk about HD DVD. But I'm obsessed with uh, uh, formats, and we were, we were talking about Blockbuster, Blockbuster recently. And Blockbuster, instead of doing what Netflix did, which Netflix is like, well, we... Our job no, is no, to... No, they did try and copy Netflix for a while. What they had was yeah, like... Yeah, no, they did. Yeah. But what, what Blockbuster never did, and that Netflix did, was like, no, we'll create our own entertainment, not buy these like temporary exclusives, but make things ourselves. Blockbuster, we were talking about made m- m- movie awards. Yes. Like, they, they didn't make their own movies, even though they were the leading place to get movies. <laughs> and I don't know why GameStop hasn't decided to publish games. Like, there are tons of games in need of publishing in GameStop... Literally could do that overnight. That that's the distribution model most all games need. I mean, if they were exclusive to GameStops, yeah, it would it's also not even be like a... having worked on that end of with a publisher looking at retail. Like that's store shelf space in thousands of stores all over the country. That's the kind of thing that gets a game seen way more than you kickstarting it or uh, like <laughs> tweeting it. Like this is how independent games get developed, and like GameSpot. Should be very aggressive and very net. Like, can you imagine a Netflix for games? Well, right, and I, I'm I'm hoping that they will like pick up some of these ideas because all these little devs p- pitch a bunch totally. of ideas that the big devs just don't want to touch because they're just weird as hell. We but... watched Activision last last like ten years ago. Like, ah, we don't want to contend with a Ghostbusters game. If I was GameStop, I would jump on that immediately. Yep. We we should have an exclusive Ghostbusters game. We should make another one. We should make a fucking another, another hard boiled game. I don't know. I'm ex- this. I hate GameStop. <laughs> yeah. and hopefully someday we. I, it's can... like I wish this was anybody but GameStop. But they have the potential. Like w- when I look at Netflix and Kimmy Schmidt and Master of None, a bunch of shows that would not exist on any other network that are awesome. GameStop has the power to do this. Yeah, right. I like. They even the... have a digital service they could. Release I on. like the Game Trust, which is what it's called. Could be the savior. Well, savior is a strong word, but. A haven for yeah. B-level games that nobody approves anymore. Like, publishers don't make them. It either has to be a super cheap indie title or the or an $80 million title. I'm sick of seeing those stories. Like, we pitched a sequel to so-and-so publisher, and they said no. Well, maybe GameStop's the people you go to. You don't have to contend for shelf space, because they'll give you the whole fucking store. So, yeah, the <laughs> first, first sign-up was, this had been announced earlier, but that Insomniac is making their Song of the Deep game Jesus with them. Christ. But they're just the the first. They also got uh, Ready at Dawn. Hopefully, nice. it's a ooh. It's a whale-based rhythm game. And uh, also Frozen Bite, which uh, what did they make? I can't even remember. Their name sounds very familiar. Oh, they made the uh, oh and Tequila Works, the makers of Deadlight and Rhyme. Uh, Frozen Bite, a Finnish developer of the Trine series. That's nice. Oh, okay, so, yeah. So yeah, these are all you know mid-level dudes who. If Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo say no to their games, what are they going to do? And so, who spend? Who's, who really like the, these developer, developers spend their lives making PowerPoints and financial presentations to other publishers in hopes that they get their games to GameStop? Mm-hmm. And now there's not a middleman. Well, yep. this, and, and this way, GameStop. That's what will, they said about Amazon. Uh, well, 
it could all go wrong, but like Amazon's got some Bosch. You got to check out Bosch. He's a cop who plays by his own rules. Bosch, <laughs> but also GameStop. Bosch, you're suspended. <laughs> GameStop can lose the money to churn to themselves. Totally, because they're what are they going to? They're just like and, and think about it. Like when you learn about pre-owned games and how much that does hurt the industry and how much it hurts developers in general. Mm. If GameStop was developing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like, it's the, the money just You would owe residuals for those developers for the pre-owned well, game. I, I have a feeling that that's also about GameStop uh, detecting that the end is near, mm-hmm. that I'm sure that oh, digital it, downloads have taken a huge chunk they out own, of their they well, Yeah, they're, they're focusing a lot more on collectible trinkets, like those awful, awful fucking pop figures yeah. that I all want to, mm-hmm. to burn in a giant funeral yeah. pyre. So they're like, we, we need a new revenue stream. Uh, let's judge, publish games. Final Nations, but yeah, we have a two-story GameStop down the street from us in downtown San Francisco, the first floor is almost exclusively all that stuff we thought was special about Akihabara and Japantown. Mm-hmm. Like, remember those Mario figures you bought, Hank? Yes. They're all at the GameStop. There's like a giant wall. There's Damn. a giant wall of pop figures, the DC, DC bombshells, uh, mm-hmm. Minecraft toys. Like, I'm very tired. Like, first, first floor, first plastic floor. collectibles, second floor, <laughs> men's brassiers. <laughs> no, I know. They're just trying to, whatever, whatever they can uh, sell to the geek culture. But yeah, they... Uh, I think it'll be yes. weird that like oh, sell, buy- they'll be selling physical goods like fucking uh, <laughs> rage based spit troughs for YouTubers. <laughs> no, I'm ter- I mean I've gone the other way on on digital things. Like I don't buy unless it's a steep discount. I am more likely to buy a physical thing now because that does have resale value. I didn't used to ever return stuff, but. Now knowing they're like, oh, these bites on my PS4 are worthless. Like they're, well, I'll never touch them again. But I can't sell them to anyone. I would like, never sell Timbo the badass elephant. Like you eh, can't have that. Never. But I wouldn't. But though Timbo's I also fucking would. great. What are you talking about? That's what I'm saying like that's the di- last digital game I loved that was only digital. Yeah. I got I, it like for cheap on Steam. Also, so I would had also. A big sale. I would also never give them to GameStop. I'd sell myself on eBay and make all the money. I wish I was heading this up because you could like Netflix. If you look at what Netflix does, they take critical darlings that don't work through regular distribution channels and create this giant fervor around them. Yeah. Rest of Development's coming back and we're going to do it. Uh, Trailer Park Boys coming back and we're going to do it and continue to do it. That could be GameStop. This is not going to happen. <laughs> but uh, it should. <laughs> and the last bit of news, the Hollywood Reporter reports... There was a top secret auction for the rights to a live action Pokemon movie. Oh boy. Uh, and then multiple studios from across the world, Chinese, Japanese, and US film companies. And the Dirty all Knees Limited. Mm. And uh, apparently, at the front of the pack were Warner Brothers, Sony, and Legendary Pictures. Mm-hmm. All going for it. If I had to pick one of those, it would be, legendary, I guess, legendary. Yeah. Yes. Can't wait to see Ben Affleck as Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Hi, I'm, I'm Pikachu. <laughs> I choose. Pika, yes, Pika. the Pikachu, Pika, Pika. I would imagine if it was a Sony production, one of the, or no, if it was a Warner production, uh, one of Will Smith's kids would be playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God! Are we past that? Didn't, didn't uh, After Earth or whatever kill their movie career? Well, maybe for Jaden, but not for yeah. Willow. She's uh, she's she could be the Pokemon master. What about Willow's that? too introspective? I, I get behind that. Time for that shit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, it'll it's it'll, it's a video game movie, so it will be bad. Like though, that Star that Warcraft movie could be good. It looks it. Dude, that looks like it has potential. It does. Or it could just be shit. I mean, I'm just not that into Warcraft, but I think yeah. if I was, like, this looks perfect. Mm-hmm. More like Warcraft, am I right? Ah, wait, you're not right. You'll get their credit. Uh, You'll get their credit. One thing I, I think we should note when talking about, you know, these Japanese film properties is that 
they the way Japanese media works is that you really have to like push a lot of this through the original creators. Yeah. Like ever since Dragon that awful Dragon Ball movie came out and Akira oh. Toriyama was like, Fuck this, I shouldn't have let them have as much control over this as I did. Really um the first Mario the, like the Mario both Mario Brothers movies as well. Yeah, uh, our thorn in Nintendo side uh, anime that I've still never seen. And oh, the anime is one. amazing. <laughs> is it? In it's a good great. Way? It's it's it's. I'm doing a panel at Fanime this year about uh, weird retro gaming anime. So mm. come see it. Awesome. Is Fire Emblem on that? Yes. Oh boy. Oh boy. The unfinished Fire Emblem OVA series. <laughs> God. Oh man. Where he's called in the original uh, thing. Marth was called Mars. Mars. Which I think is a good alternative localization. Yeah, it's but like an Eris Eris thing. Well, I think that Mar. I'm being interrupted. I think that Marth is a <laughs> more uh, trademarkable term. Shut up, yeah. love it. This is what happens you bring estrogen on. Sorry. Here. Anyway, yeah, very controlling <laughs> Japanese. Yeah. Creators. So mm. whoever gets the rights to this is going to have to go through so much like red tape from the Pokemon company really? just to like you know make sure everything is done right because after. After Dragon Ball, and if, if Ghost in the Shell doesn't do well, um, those guys are just going to look at this stuff and be so, so controlling with it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing, and I, I will say that I think one of the biggest reasons most video game movies are terrible is because they're controlled by people who do not give a shit about the license or the brand, and it's just like, yeah, I would... Well, whatever. Let's just uh, Super Mario Brothers. This plot sucks. Let's make our own. And I, I, uh, nobody I, wants to see a movie about fucking Super Mario Brothers except for the name. I don't. I don't know who to blame, but at this point, I would love for a fucking weirdo Japanese developer to step in and say, like, no, you do it like this, mm-hmm. because Hollywood's had its chances. Well, they, po- they, Pokemon Company, they make enough money, they could go the Rovio route and just mm-hmm. pay it for themselves and fully finance the movie. But it's but they're clearly not going to do yeah, that. No. But, um, nope. Chris, when was the last time you saw a Japanese live-action film? They don't Japanese make those live-action films. Have you seen the, uh, the Japanese exactly. Phoenix Wright movie? Uh, the one you... The fucking Big Man Japan. Huh? Oh, that's Big right. There is that live-action... <laughs> Phoenix Wright movie. Phoenix yeah, Wright. Yeah, it does play it pretty... It, it's weird because it Which, plays it close to the games, but it's also, like, weird and dark yeah. and stuff. And you think it's great because... You're American and ex- exotic and hard to find, but it is terrible. Oh wait, that was a Mike film, wasn't yeah. it? He, wow, I I needed I forgot all about that. I gotta dig that up. But it, uh, I don't know. J- J- Japan has cranked out a bunch of authentic garbage <laughs> in terms of <laughs> this is true movies based on games. No, I can't. Well, that Dragon Ball film, man, when it came it's, out, it's another. I level. thought, well, number one, like you can't make live action Dragon Ball. Yeah. Not like Z, maybe, but. Dragon Ball itself is—it's like making a live-action Garfield thing. It's—it's it's a car—it's a cartoon. It is a cartoonish thing. It's not yeah, normal size. That's people. what they did with the live-action film. They made it's original insane. flavor Dragon Ball, not Z, which yeah. is the one everybody likes and identifies with, but Dude, the they, cartoony they, Goku's I, a kid thing. I guarantee you, some like old guy with a mustache and and fucking San Bernardino looked at like this Dragon Ball's cheaper. Well, now let's I do, no, let's do I, that one. I bet we'll start was, from the beginning. I bet it was more Toriyama or whoever saying, "Well, if you're gonna, I do, think they wanted to start a Ball, franchise. Start from the I mean, they called it Dragon Ball Evolution, as yeah. if to imply there were going to be ones after that. Well, it finally evolved to its final white form. Well, and you have to start from the beginning and meet Chi Chi and Master Roshi, and mm-hmm. and of course Piccolo is the main villain. Uh, this is isn't even the series the final form. No, uh, well, and that like Master Roshi. 
He can't be an old Chai guy with a beard. Huh? He should just be chatting fat in his 40s. You just have to look for a box office that's over 9,000. And this uh, was not. This was not. <laughs> it made less than $9,000. It did. It and, and made one game a PSP exclusive. <laughs> the worst yeah. game I ever reviewed. <laughs> so... By Dimps, the same people who made wow. Street Fighter Five. Man, they got to pay the bills, man. How did that go so much worse than Street Fighter the movie, which we talked about in last week's wonderful Mm -hmm. episode? What, the Dragon Ball game? Uh, Yeah. Uh, America. Oh, you're right. PSP, PSP getting no money from Namco. We're ruining Japanese properties. But they want, that's what, I swear, that's probably what Capcom wanted. They wanted their version of Mortal Kombat, and they wanted distance to say, like, well, we didn't make this. Mm -hmm. This company made this with Ah. our characters, but we're competing with Mortal Kombat now. It was a claim. Mm -hmm. It's their fault. Whoever the fuck it was. It it is a fascinating story. I've heard stories. Uh, Anyway, Pokemon movie. Yeah. There's no way that can be good. That's all the news. There's no way that can be good, because there's too many characters, and you, you can't rely on, like, a... All Pokemon fans being in the theater to make that a success. So it'll probably be like, like literally, like three Pokemans. And, <laughs> and would they'd you all have to, that? to be just real shitty CG. Yep, and they'd have to. Yeah. They would have to talk and deliver dialogue. Yeah. This is exciting. All right, it's time for the community segment. Oh! It is segmenting the community. Uh, last week's question of the week, as some of you might remember, was what is your favorite Batman and or Superman game? Really. Or Superman game. Um, Heidi, you weren't here. Do you have a favorite of either? Okay, well, I'd have to say my favorite is that weird-as-fuck NES Superman game, because... um, The one where he rides the subway? Yes. Because it's like, how did that even happen? I mean, there there are people at DC whose job it is Mm -hmm. to make sure that things, you know, conform to the license appropriately. And yet you have... Superman riding the subway and getting spoken to by the Statue of Liberty and just punching like I don't even know what the he hell these things are. Yes. The Statue of Liberty. yes, that's what Japan thinks of Superman. <laughs> but he's Jesus, and the Statue of Liberty is God. And when he gets hit, he turns into Clark Kent. Yes, yep, that's what happens. I'm guessing the people who would have cared didn't play video games. They were too busy writing comics. That's, that's, and they were stuffy yeah. old men who were like I don't play. But the same people who are approving that, I guarantee you, were approving footy. Pajamas and like, I don't care if they catch on fire. Well, yeah, well I mean, like, like Disney had a department that worked. I, I remember reading a story about somebody who worked at Capcom on all those old Disney games, yeah, yeah. and Disney had a department that, you know, they had to approve everything. They're great. Well, the way I think well, every, I think every other publisher has now, or every other content creating company has gotten to the Disney approach of that kind of level of control. But Disney was way ahead of the curve on that stuff because. They had been selling their merch and shit for decades before video games even existed. Yeah, but I used the pajama thing because, like, I think to, that's a Chemco game. Yeah. Like, it was just mm. another product. It didn't yeah. matter if it was good. It mattered if it... It was on the same level as an action figure. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, yeah. We don't care if anybody remembers this 10 years We just now. care if it makes us money. It is so like bad. Superman and, peanut and butter. just so... Such a weird little thing that's just... It's worth looking at just to, we will have to boggle at. Games. We will have a video related to exactly that Ooh, on the YouTube channel. Yay! Very soon. Yay! Mm-hmm. All right, so Satengo was the first to answer on the forum, so they get read first. Hey. 
The best Superman game would have been Sunman, an abandoned NES prototype that briefly had the Superman license before Sunsoft lost it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, predictably enough, Sunsoft made Sunman. It's Solar Man. I'm pretty sure it's Sunman. It's Solar Man. It's, it's Sunman. Sun yeah, it's Sunman. I looked it up. Uh, due to its incomplete nature, it's short and feels somewhat glitchy, but it still plays like Superman should and still sucks less than nearly every other game where Superman is playable. It's, oh, However, since this answer is kind of a cheat, I'll go for my favorite Batman game instead, which is the one Sunsoft made for the Genesis. It's very oh. accurate to Burton's film, plays a bit like the Shinobi games, has rad music, yeah. and isn't talked about nearly as much as the NES Batman, thanks Brett Elston, <laughs> but is definitely worth everyone's time. Because that's so good. I think ten years from now, if you... I have, I have a good feeling you ask me what's the best Batman game. It will be the Sunsoft one. Because <laughs> it's so good. It's so fun. Stabby Joe says, Lego Batman 2 is the best Superman game. That's true. That does not sound right, you say? Well, Superman himself comes off kind-hearted. Everyone looks up to him, except brooding old Batman. He is invincible, has most of his powers, and he can use them destructively, but without any major collateral damage or civilian casualties, which may... Spe- uh, which may specifically be because it's a Lego game and as a result gets the character more in the process. Plus, when you fly around in free roam, it plays like it plays the classic John Williams score from the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. The superhero Lego games have always been the best, and this is the this is still a great light-hearted game, particularly in co-op. Was two the one called Beyond Gotham, or was that three that was called? Duh, of course. What? I just remember, (laughs) the funniest Easter egg I remember in it, it was like a co-Easter egg that in the Lego Marvel games, they did a scene where it looked like in silhouette, the Justice League showed up, and then they revealed, then the lights come on, like, oh, no, it's not Justice League, it's just people pose like them. And in the Batman, I believe in Lego Batman 2, they do the same thing, where they just get a bunch of... DC characters pose them like Marvel people and you think the Avengers are here. If I didn't answer it in that now, Batman Forever Arcade, we stream that on, on our YouTube channel. Have you seen that? The Batman the Arcade game? Possibly. Batman Forever the Arcade oh, game. Boy. Is that the one where you're, oh, you're driving boy. the Batmobile? Or? No, it's just like, it's made by Americans, but it looks like someone doing an impression of the most insane Japanese game you've ever seen in your entire life. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> where like Robin has like the, the giant energy pulse. Yeah. That- yeah, yeah, yeah. and like attack. giant powers can knock enemies into the screen. You kill indiscriminate amount of people, and then like, and then a car will just run you over for no reason and murder you. It's it's insane. Oh man, uh, Corey Noobs says Batman. He, he made me think of that. Was, uh, Batman Forever for Game Boy. My brother and I would uh, play it en- endlessly until we got trapped in the circus trap door room, and we never figured out how to get out. We tried watching the YouTube version recently, and still have no idea how to get out of that fucking room. I hate that game. Wait, was that the question? <laughs> oh dear! Game you most hate. Yes. So it's like the uh, the barrel in Carnival Night Zone. He nods knowingly, having no idea what you're talking yeah. about. Yes. Yeah. God damn it! Carnival you ever, Night Zone. You ever got stuck in Carnival Night Zone in Sonic Three? Oh, Sonic that, Triple. Uh. Yes, that that fucking barrel where it's like you're supposed to press up and down and up and down to get past it, but. The game or the manual tells you nothing about this. So, like, every kid got fucking stuck on that thing unless they managed to figure it out. That's why you gotta read all the Tales novels, man. They'll tell you all that <laughs> shit. 
Counterweight72 says, My favorite Superman game would be The Death and Return of Superman for the SNES. This game came out in the lovely time when where the SNES was full of side-scrolling beat-em-ups, and Death and Return of Superman is no exception. The first stages are your standard Superman laying the hurt down on random baddies. I think that's supposed to be baddies. Um, but at the end of stage three, Superman catches up to Doomsday. Then you get to watch as Superman and Doomsday strike each other at the same time and kill each other off. The rest of the game you get to play as a Superman replacement, Superboy, Man of Steel, and the last son of Krypton. As a kid, I loved this game. It was col colorful and had simple game mechanics that kept me glued to my SNES for hours. I think... This is, the, this is me. I, I think that was an early Blizzard game. It was. Mm. One of Blizzard's oh, wow. uh, first games as Blizzard, I think they were. It was and one of their first credits. This, this game always runs together in my head with Spider-Man Maximum Carnage because they were mm. both Final Fight clones. Final yeah. Fight clones based on specific storylines from yes. comics. But did it come in a red cartridge? Uh, no, mm. Death of Return of Superman did not. Uh, but it was... Uh, it did cut out a lot of stuff, like and uh, and obviously they forgot all about Cyborg Superman, who's also playable in that game. Wow, you had to do it, didn't you? Sorry, <laughs> Case Crisis, <laughs> my podcast. All right, Schindler's top ten list. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> says, the home office in Des Moines, <laughs> Germany. <laughs> uh, says Injustice Gods Among Us is the best Superman and Batman game. It's, really it's a super fun and competent fighting game that's also highly recommendable to people. It's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there will ever or the best there ever will be, brother, and that's the bottom line cuz Oscar Schindler said so. Jabroni I, did, I had the luxury uh, I feel of like showing that was written for you, Hank. Yeah. You want to give it a try? Because nah, uh, <laughs> right. well, he's mixing up all those things. That's a Bret Hart, Stone Cold. I didn't and need Rock to know where it came from. Uh, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, brother. And that's, and the, that's bottom the bottom line, line because Oscar Schindler said so. Jabroni. Nice. Say that was four uh, imitations in I one. Couldn't even day. tell I was farting the whole time Henry said that. It's so loud. <laughs> Triscitable says I don't really have a favorite out of the Arkham series. They're all phenomenal, but Arkham Origins had some of the best boss battles in the series. Hence, right, it's one right. of that stands out the most to me. Everyone remembers the brawl with Deathstroke. Yep. You can't forget it. It was so freaking cool. The game peaks with that Deathstroke yeah. fight in Origins. Like when I saw in the trailers, Deathstroke was in. I was like, well, he must be the final boss because. Deathstroke is Batman's physical equal in the DC Universe. Instead, he's beaten really like a third into the game and never returns. Why but did we let Henry on this show? I don't know. Hey. This is all he does. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't get rid so of Deathstroke is when you uh, stroke at one time too many and you die. <laughs> you got you got to you got to count is. like no more than 6 I, times a I, day. I had to balance that out with a, a jerking off it's joke. It's the latest anime about <laughs> masturbating superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like instead of a death note, your death stroke got gotcha. What uh, am I coming for? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, says, back in the day my uncle had the original version of Revenge of Shinobi and he blew my seven year old mind when he showed me Batman was a boss in it I think that's uh, illegal it's it's yeah but it did happen well the original Shinobi had a cameo from Spider-Man Godzilla in the that's same true. game uh, so for that Christmas, my mom got me the Sega Classics version, and sadly, due to copyright issues, the Dark Knight was removed. Not sure why Spider-Man, Godzilla, and the Terminator were allowed to stay, but thanks to my uh, to Mame, I got my Batman back. 
Yeah, I remember uh, Marvel actually talked about it. Uh, they said, like, you might have noticed Spider-Man showing up in Shinobi, and that's just the start. He's going to be in all kinds of video games soon. They, uh, well, that was... They had a Genesis deal. No, yeah. that was uh, Sega's original plan, the, their pre-Sonic plan. Like, well, we don't have a mascot, so let's just pay a lot of money yeah. to get everybody. Let's get Tommy Lasorda. Yeah. It's an, it, it, no, was, it was all it was the non-Nintendo plan. Tommy, Tommy Lasorda to run very pe- fast on a 2 plane. It was the non-Nintendo plan to make, to make deals with Western franchises to mm-hmm. make game, like good games out of. It was an A-team of Tommy Lasorda, A. Vander Holyfield, mm-hmm. Riddick Bowe, Spider-Man, Dude, but and, uh, Disney, Michael Jackson. And Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson, their Disney games. Like, yeah. it was, it was, uh, they, were, they made good games, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, Sensational says my favorite Superman game is Saints Row 4. I mean, you slowly grow from Clark Kent to Superman in that game. Uh, you learn to <laughs> run really fast, punch really hard, leap tall buildings in a single bound uh, because of Become impervious to bullets and even get uh, other BS abilities like Superman. Uh, plus, you uh, could hate getting to the voice. Plus, who could hate getting to be voiced by Nolan North and listen to "You Got the Touch" as you go into battle? I will also be- say that game had a ton of things that were like so close to being actionable references to various films from the 80s and 70s uh, there's like a, a Boba Fett costume uh, Robocop's gun uh, Mal's gun from Firefly Han Solo's gun, bunch of bunch of cool references they even just like, do the they live yeah. fight in it oh, let me read this mm-hmm. one here All right, uh, this, because I know the person Vigigain N. Sabanur thank god I have no idea a, how to pronounce that well see that's a very uh, comic booky reference the N, <laughs> he pushed N, up his glasses he <laughs> <laughs> didn't even hear it but he so did no way in Sabanur is the real name of Apocalypse. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. Vigigain in Sabanur. Yeah. Clever. Uh, but anyway, Batman definitely has the better games, but there's one Superman game out there that was actually quite good, even ahead of its time there in some ways. I only know about the Multipath Adventures of Superman. That's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Because the box stood out to me at a random visit to CompUSA in 1999. Before Telltale ruled the world with story-based adventure games, this game offered a choose-your-own-adventure style of gameplay full of quality voice acting and 3D models. You could even play as multiple characters. I remember Lois and Jimmy in addition to Superman and Clark Kent as well, and there may have been more. The disc I bought from CompUSA, which I still have, was only Chapter 1, The Menace of Metallo. Later chapters were only available online in the months to come, long before most of us had any idea what the letters DLC stood for. In fact, one of the later chapters was written by current Amazing Spider-Man writer Dan Slott fairly early in his career. As I've told Henry, you guys should totally stream it sometime. I think you can actually play most of Menace and Metallo on YouTube thanks to itself via a video. I, I never heard of this game till our buddy told us about it. This and is that same man. This oh, okay. Is, uh, as uh, I, at first I was like, I was oh, like I don't think... spoil it here. We've been trying to, like, I don't know how to get it to play. At first, yeah, that's, I have not looked into it either. I have to imagine like a 90s uh, PC game is one of the hardest things to emulate on yeah, first. Dustbox, Dustbox. Anyway, this is... Uh, it doesn't work. I hate Dosbox this so is much. our friend Chris Baker, who later I actually cut down his post, but in his post he also brought up his. If, as we're talking about video games that got superheroes wrong, he wrote the book on Author it. Author the book wrong. Oh. It's so good. Wrong. Uh, Should really your, have him on here sometime. He well, he's he, uh, he lives in New York City. <sighs> New York City. Yep. 
where they make paste picante sauce. The rival to paste picante sauce. Yeah, but they, they, make, know, they, they, they make, don't know spit about. They actually make paste in New vitamins. Jersey, so it's really I just, see. yeah. Wait, really? <laughs> yes. Oh God! Uh, Nuclear Astro Jesus says, "I'm the only person alive who loved the fuck out of Justice League Heroes for Xbox and PS2." I like the story. I love the mechanics. I love the voice cast. Ron Perlman and Kristen Fr- Crispin Freeman uh, should have gotten more chances as Batman and Superman. And I played through it uh, probably a dozen times with my brother. It's also the only time we will ever get to play as Walter West, the Walter West version of Flash, uh, which trumps uh, basically anything else they could ever do with it. Was that the uh, like the Marvel Marvel Legends? This, version? Let's make a Marvel Alliance game. Mm. Uh, their own Marvel. I Ultimate reviewed Alliance the PSP game. one. I remember, like, I do like this. It's just weird that Superman's in it and has to be brought down to the level of all these low-tiered, well, over, like isometric-viewed characters. The thing that hurt it at the time was it was released against Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. So you had Justice League Heroes, which basically was there like on the level of quality of X-Men Legends, which was a fine game, but up against like the fourth version of something that's been iterated so much, like Alliance 2. It, it couldn't compare. Ultimate Alliance 2 was way better. Look at this. The next one is from Ravenbaum. Apparently nobody played Scribblenauts Unmasked, a DC comic adventure. Uh, best Superman game ever. Also best collection of Batman and Batsuits. Where else do you get to see cave, uh, Caveman Batman from the return of Bruce Wayne? Uh, I think that's uh, there's 35 alternate Batman Batsuits in the game. Uh, though like five or six of them are from the return of Bruce Wayne and Batman R.I.P. Best part, each Batsuit isn't a fucking store exclusive. Or five bucks a piece. Rip fifth hmm. cell. Um, we they're not dead yet. Don't so if I type in Thomas him. Wayne, do I get the alternate universe Batman, or do I get a pile of bones? Uh, you'll get Flashpoint one. Mm. Well, we actually tried to stream Dude, about something, and uh, that's something I wanted work. to mention. Like, yeah. like somebody was nice enough to send us a, a brand new sealed copy of Scribblenauts on Mass, mm-hmm. and we like we were going to stream this. We made the image. We were going to do it, and I don't know. A few of you might have noticed we didn't end up doing it. Our Wii U could not read a brand new sealed Wii U disc on two, on two Wii different Wii U's. Two different Wii U's. On two different Wii U's. And I, I Google it. It's a giant problem. I had, I thought I was like, like done with reasons to hate the Wii U as like a shitty console that cannot compete in this marketplace. But like that, its launch games don't work at all. Brand new, and we looked up everything. Well, clean it with Windex, and then put it in your dishwasher, and that's what I did. And then it all of a sudden worked in my machine. Like, yeah, we did all that. Yeah, and it would. And other discs now don't recognize in a we in a brand new Wii U that never gets used, never gets used. You boy says my favorite Superman game is Shadow of Apocalypse. I played the oh, GameCube yes, version. Played the GameCube version. It's based on the 1990s Superman animated series and featured voice work by many of the show's cast. Good. See, I overlooked that because Superman 64 was so awful. I just assumed, like, well, if any new game is based on the animated series, it must be terrible. Mm-hmm. I've been, but having, I've been having a blast playing old Batman and Superman games on our YouTube channel, and that was that's like the holy grail because I can't. Our MLG machine can't emulate it uh, because, because it's it's too graphically impressive. It's just in that weird area of like you'll never get a re-release. This is kind of good. Yeah, we'd it, have to uh, buy a disc of it, but then play and then it buy off that old PS2. system. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's on PS2. No, yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's like Xbox and GameCube only. Like that yeah. really weird wow. weird area of Xbox and GameCube exclusive. Well, <laughs> if we did get the GameCube version, we could at least play it on the Wii. You can uh, always tell when Sony rejected something because it's an Xbox and GameCube exclusive. 
Yeah, or it's a or it's a Western property because they didn't reject a whole lot of other garbage. Oh man, the GameCube finally got Charlie's Angels, and it's only <laughs> and it's only on their system. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, new question of the week: Have you ever bought? A system twice. Uh, it could be same console. Twice. Yeah, this uh, same console twice. Yeah, they, it could be that they've redesigned it and you wanted the smaller version, whatever. In my case, I bought a second PS2, traded in my my uh, launch year PS2, and uh, got a new one because I was reviewing games at the time mm-hmm. and I was getting like these burned DVDs and had like bought like a swap thing and a special lid for it and then like realized like oh this model the older model of ps2 uh is shit at reading dvdrs and cdrs wasn't fast enough yeah well i don't know what but the reason was you think that they would have patched that out with like oh this is a clear case of copyright violation the modem didn't come out for two years yeah let's make it (laughs) Let's make it worse at reading those, but no, they made the later models better, so I went out and bought a new one and uh, traded in the old one. I thought it was a, a disc read speed thing. Like the, it could the have been. DVDRs need, needed to spin faster to be read and you'd keep competent. I, 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 I don't like. Are you now, have you ever been the owner of a watermelon N64? Uh, no. Show, no. raise your hand. But I, I probably could have been one several times over because they were like 20 bucks or something yeah. in the years well, after I, launch. I, I thought it was a dumb question. We think about the PS4.1 or 2 or Neo, whatever the fuck it's called. I just remember we traveled from Florida to North Carolina with that PS1, the ONE version. Remember when they, they rebranded themselves yep. as yep. ONE and sold mm-hmm. that screen? So like, cute. That was fucking awesome. That I was insane. That. that was really good. And you could plug that screen into anything. So I, we just we traveled we did road trips with the D, with a PS2 and the PS1 screen and watched movies on it. You know they sold one especially for the PS2. Uh, it was later, Michael, and uh, I was, was also who cares. I worked at Sud Coast, so I had a discount at Best Buy, and the biggest discount was for electronics. And I got a cigarette lighter <laughs> plug-in adapter so I could plug thing <laughs> plug televisions into my car. That, um, I mean, at PlayStation, yeah, the the PS One mm-hmm. was so cute. I almost bought it just because, like, my old PS One was a turn it on its side to play, and now like um, dingier than ever. And I I wanted that clean and beautiful. Can I just? Oh, say. I went through like three PS Ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh uh, yeah, my, like I think my first I modded my first one so it broke real fast. So then the PS by the, that time like the PS2 is coming out and will read everything anyway. The little baby PS1 mm-hmm. is uh, goes for pretty cheap on eBay really? and makes a lovely wall decoration. It's great. Yeah, and I remember that EGM is like, what can you do with it? And like, boom, salsa holder, and they poured salsa in the dish tray <laughs> and put <laughs> chip, and laid chips around the side of an old uh, PS1. It's great. Uh, the, the biggest regret I have that's still in this room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a it's me. me. Uh, <laughs> Heidi was the only one who didn't chime in. Uh, that, like, uh, it, I got, I had a launch Xbox 360. It was garbage. It sounded like an old fan, mm-hmm. uh, and had I think a whopping, an Italianing, twenty gigabytes on it. <laughs> horrible, horrible, and like constantly ne- needed management with any kind of update and DLC. Yeah. And like GTA Five came out, and I had a good job, and like I like my Xbox 360 and all the games on it, and I bought a new 360 
It took um, you until GTA Five. GTA to Five. Do that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine didn't, never red ringed. I put a fan underneath it. I bought the fan attachment. I think oh, wow. I was I was so desperate to get a new one. When yeah. It finally came out. It's like, oh, it's not going to sound like five I, planes taking off in I the would, same room. I was so happy. I bought it and like I can literally download every game I've ever purchased. I can, oh, and so I nice. never fired it up again oh, for any know. recreational purpose. Oh. It was two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, that's right. You got the third wave one. Yeah, so the one that looks like the, the Xbox one. one. It's right, right behind yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I. Uh, yeah, I wish I had done that because I stuck it out. Mine did red ring, but I never replaced it with a better thing. So I had the twenty gigabyte till the end, and I had basically. Four thirty-two gigabyte uh, USB sticks because that's the highest. It, that's the highest it would recognize. Wow. It wouldn't recognize I a bigger have room USB for that stick. HD DVD player. That's and a thirty-two so, yeah. plug. Wow. And so again, I that was playing all my games off that. I wish I'd done that. But uh, and same with a uh, PlayStation Three. I only own the slim version of that. But uh, uh, I mean, when Nintendo handhelds, I think I it'd be rare. I don't think I have one I only owned one of. Like, I bought multiples of They're all of them. much less expensive. Like, it's it's way easier to take that leap. Yeah, Because yeah. it was like, new a new model with a backlight and rechargeable battery, $99. Like, fine. Yeah. Fine. I think yeah. the, uh, three, the 2DS is the only re-released thing I didn't buy more than one of. But uh, as far as consoles go... Boy, I don't think I bought any uh, second ones except for an N64 just after I got rid of my old N64 and then was like, eh, why not have a new one? I still got my controller. I was really good to my game consoles. I'm really bummed out. The N64 is the only system I've had that's ever broken. Except for the PS3, which is, I had the yellow light of death. And please, if you're at Sony, let me know when my last chance is to send that in to get repaired because it has that, like... (laughs) The hardware emulation for PS1 through oh. 3. Like, it's the one of the original ones. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The Metal yeah, Gear yeah. Solid 4 the fat collection. Ones. Yeah, the fat one. Oh. <laughs> well, I think the first time I ever bought, like, a duplicate console was when I was living in Japan and I had a chance to buy all these retro Saturn games. And I'm like, wait, I need a Saturn to play these on. Shit, I'll buy a cheap Japanese Saturn. And that's what I did. Was it white? Uh, no, I got one of the gray ones. Yeah, Ooh. boring. No, I I, I I wish I would have gotten one of the uh, like one of the weird off-brand Saturns, like the V Saturn or the yeah, High yeah. Saturn that comes with uh, it, it comes with different color schemes because they were made by companies outside of Sega. Fun well, fact. I mean that Japanese Saturn looks so much better than the American one. Like the American one looks like a fat piece of shit compared to the like, compared to the Japanese one. Hey, someone say fat piece of <laughs> shit. I'm right here. <laughs> Uh, then I wound up buying another PlayStation 2 because uh, my first PlayStation 2 console purchase was at a time when it was actually cheaper to buy the Japanese system than the U.S. system. Whoa. And the Virtua Fighter 4 port was just coming out, so I'm like, I need this and I need that. Done! Okay. Plus, I knew I was going overseas, so it's like I can go over there and I can play all the games. That'll be easy. So I did that, but when I came back, it's like, man, I want to play, uh, play all this uh, U.S. stuff now. Better buy another PS4. Woohoo! So that's what I did. PS3. Right. Uh, P- no, PS2. Oh, okay. ah. Derp. Yeah. I'm... Double derp. Yeah. This but... is my favorite show hosted by an OCD guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, I haven't bought, like, a second console, like a duplicate console for a long time. I think, like, I... I bought a couple of DS lights because mine got stolen, but uh, let's see. Didn't 
I had a debug 360 get replaced after it red ringed. I didn't buy a new one. And then, like, that, there was that weird E3 where Microsoft gave everybody a one of those new 360s. You were a lucky I got... audience member? Yes, I was a lucky nice. audience member. So I got one of those and uh, nice. still have my launch day PS3. still works. It's great as a space heater. <laughs> well, all right, then. All right, so have you ever bought a console twice? I have. Oh, I already went. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums, and uh, whoever starts the thread there uh, asking the question and answering it gets read first on next week's show. Also, you can answer under the comments for episode 160 at vidjagameapocalypse.com. So that's been our show. Let's go out with plugs. Heidi, what you got? We are uh, plugging gaming.moe. It is my website about weird video game stuff, including interviews with uh, industry luminaries, such as recently Tetsuya Mizuguchi, Ooh. talking about uh, ResVR and a lot of his history at Sega. He has some really funny anecdotes. That's nice, man. You know, nobody tells tales about Nintendo, but I think every ex-Sega employee is like, eh, screw it, I'll tell every story. Mm. Well, even current Sega employees. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've also got some other cool stuff, like uh, what just went up was a, was a uh, look at a recent anime we've been talking about. 50 people in Samurai Showdown, I'd like to fuck. <laughs> Earthquake. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's another he foreign ninja. He farts as a super move. Huh? Yeah, but we looked at uh, the recent anime Osamatsu-san, which is a really great comedy series that I enjoyed a fair bit, and... By the time this goes up, I should have a review of the Mega Drive game based on the earlier series, Osamatsu-kun, which is time. a pile of garbage <laughs> and should be played by no one. But I took a look at it, and uh, now you can take a look at it, too, and marvel in how painfully bad it is. You jumped mm -hmm. on that grenade for us. I'm sure people are thankful. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Early launch Mega Drive games. That's Oof. what I do for you people. Um, shit. Listen to Laser Time this week. It is the 420 episode. Whee! Motherfuckers. And if you like toys, listen next week because it's a really dumb idea I had. Uh, I've never Did you done... say toys? Yeah, toys. The, the Barry Levinson movie, specific. No, not no, no, not that. Action figures. Action figures. Shit, why am I not allowed to talk about figmas and nendoroids, Chris? No one said you weren't allowed to talk about okay, that. Okay, can I come? No, I'm tired oh, of all your weeaboo shit. Nendoroids, uh, you actually guilted me about an Android once on Twitter because I took a picture of like, oh, hey, look, I got uh, Luigi and I put him next to my Animal Crossing and... Uh, uh, Wind Waker Link, and you're like, why do you keep them trapped in a cage? Because yeah. I I hadn't taken them out of the box, and I was just like, I don't want to lose and all you the called accessories. Him a, a fake I, gay gamer girl. I, did, I didn't want to lose the accessories. That's why I didn't. That's why you buy one of those cheap little plastic cases at the container store, so you can keep all the accessories. Well, and I'm glad I didn't. Once you take... get a husband, he's going to yell at you, like, why do I keep vacuuming up, like, gun, little green guns and, and bow and arrows? Well, I'm glad I didn't open it because I <laughs> sold my She's Away Summer Type for 120 bucks on eBay. Wow. So tripled in value, it did. Uh, uh, oh, but also 30 20, 10 this week. This is true. Uh, oh, Wind Waker Link is still like 30 bucks. Yeah, Starring the uh, Video Game Apocalypse widow, Diana Goodman. Um, uh, we talk about uh, HD DVDs, <laughs> I believe. 30 2010, if you don't know, is our, our window into the past uh, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago from the specific week we're recording in. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you want to remember everything from those years, it's really weird. 
I didn't like Legend. Um, sometimes I want to remember Bernie Mac and Martin Lawrence. They're, these <laughs> so aren't always remembering the, best ways. the week where HD DVDs came out. You bought them all, and then they tanked. I didn't. That's five not days what happened. Later. Yes, that's not what happened. I got a job and bought them all in 2007 when it was mm. clear they were going to tank. Oh, okay. But they used the same compression technology as Blu-ray, and this is where one of you should shoot me in the head. Also, we talk We've about been luring like crazy all episode. You think I'm going to interrupt you here? I Jesus, I earned the right. <laughs> to be the skinny. Uh, um, also, we talk about the 10th anniversary of Mother 3, obviously, which ah, is a little more interesting. I'm, I'm sure Diana had we're, a lot to contribute. Yes. We're putting yeah. a bunch of fun stuff on YouTube and Patreon. Uh, patrons got an exclusive look at something we put up a little later for 420. Uh, cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. If I told you Alf, Slimer, uh, the car- uh, the Smurfs, uh, and the DuckTales characters were all in one cartoon together, you'd say, fuck you, you're- that never happened. But also with Winnie the Pooh, and Winnie Garfield, the Pooh, Donald, and Garfield, and Alvin the Chipmunks, and Bugs Bunny, Michelangelo. It is insane. It is uh, insane. And hey, there's Talking Simpsons, the weekly exploration uh, chronologically of every episode of The Simpsons from the beginning. We're in the third season now, and if you liked all this comic book talk where I correct people on uh, character names uh, listen to Cape Crisis the comic book podcast I host every week there was I was not one more thing on the YouTube channel youtube.com slash later time network uh, I really like Dark Souls but I don't have any patience to look into mechanics or lore or like figure out how to get better I just like the game uh, Brett is well versed in not only the mythology but the mechanics and so I brought him into my game which I'm about like a couple hours in and like tell me what I'm doing wrong Hmm. And Brett, having a good mentor, which would be Mike Grimm, uh, taught... Well, like, if you want to actually learn something about Dark Souls and how to be better at it uh, and how to avoid certain things and all the terms, it's a really fun way to do that. YouTube.com! Anyway, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Something else... Also Ron Paul. I want to talk yes. about him for a second. Follow Ron Paul at VG Apocalypse. Follow me at Zero Champ because I've noticed people are asking you guys, uh, where the hell is Heidi's Twitter? It's at Zero Chan. Z-E-R-O-C-H-A-N. It's not a shitty image board. It's me. H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter! Calm down, Henry. Calm down. <laughs> Well, if we're saying Twitter names, I'm just... We weren't, but okay. Uh, Chris, you want to go? Uh, Chelsea Lately Gifts on uh, Twitter. Sweet. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can follow me personally <laughs> at Wikiparas. That's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Eat a dick, Chris. One yeah. that says gain on it. Twist the black knob. Henry. All right. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, Is that it? Do we have a secret sound finally? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>